right, Andrew, are you ready? Hey, hey, George, I'm I'm ready. Uh, ready as we're going to be. Okay, cool. We're gonna play a game called I Never. Ready? No. Okay. Okay. Yes, uh, I, am. I have never caught COVID nineteen. Oh wait, fuck. Finger down. I Worst. never caught COVID nineteen. Asterisk. Because maybe I, I did and I didn't know it. Dude, you would know it. You would yeah. absolutely. Kn- I I would never wish it upon my worst enemy. Yeah, you you went through the trials, huh? Dude, so Val went to Swanfest because we we've been hermits for like over and three fucking years. I, I was gonna say, unfortunately, given the current state of news with that band, it's probably good oh. you went when you did. It's a yeah. shame. It's a shame. It, I mean, that band. That yeah, they can't catch well, a break. <laughs> no, they, they'll probably get. Well, <laughs> I think. Get, well, get, okay, get Kurt. Kurt is Kurt ready. Kurt just needs to come back. Ready. Yeah, exactly. Kurt is ready. Like, <laughs> what's, we do, what's he doing right now? A lot like birds. Fuck it, have him come Dude, back. Hey, Gold Necklace is pretty dope. If you haven't listened it to is. Gold Necklace, check it out. I, it's really good. Yeah, but like, you know, one out one out of three. Like, you know, swing and a miss. I mean, right. yeah. like, do you do you go for hawked? Uh, iPods and iMacs in the parking lot, or do you go for uh fucking uh phony in the streets and creep in the sheets? Who do you go for? Mm. Who cares? Like either, but yes, she she went. Um, she did come back with their uh strawberry brand of hot sauce, fucking delicious. But I don't want to give them money right now. Like I finished it and I'm like, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna yeah, wait until you give yeah. us more than a, than a statement. Uh, but yes, aside from some of the souvenirs and merchandise that she uh, brought back, she also brought back that. <laughs> so, <laughs> Another parting gift. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, uh, she got really sick, and then oof. Uh, I I did what I could, but I wanted to nurse her because she has like it's just us. And then mm-hmm. eventually it hit me, and holy shit, dude. Um, uh, oh fuck, dude. I felt like a waterproof towel, like just fucking. Like useless, just, but like it, not like a bounty one where you can absorb all of it. You're just no, the store, uh, store straight brand. waterproof towel, like fucking good yeah. to no one, just rough and like ready for the garbage. Oh. Um, I just the absolute shivers, had a horrible mm-hmm. time breathing, and like I'm good now, with the exception mm-hmm. that I have a lingering cough that sometimes like won't go away it's yeah. kind of neat so i'm just like it's kind of like my tmj that western dental um left me uh with <laughs> so um that's that's just neat it's just it's it, i don't know it's kind of like uh well you hit your five-year milestone so like every five years like some weird dehabilitating oh uh, yeah thing happened yeah yeah just so. wait until you get to my age and then you gotta worry about blood pressure medicine like i've had to start getting i'm already there now dude. oh are you okay i I, I probably should have gone on a lot sooner, but I'm, you know, stubborn. And <laughs> that's uh, just kind of white coat syndrome. I'm, that well, I'm, I'm 130 over 108. So Yeah, I'm like 143 over 93. Yeah. Yeah, man, just we're living that dream right now. Sir. But like we're the, living the dream. Oh, dude, but the doctors, they just they look at me like they have to double take and do like the Bugs Bunny like fucking three three times for good measure. And then they're just like, <laughs> when they look at your charts, they're like, yes, Whoa. because like, here's the thing that fucks them up. They're just like, uh-huh. bro, your, your cholesterol is 145. Is this literally all from stress? And I'm just Dude, like, yeah, yeah. They, they told me my kid, <laughs> my kidney filtrations on point. Uh, my pulse rates good, solid. Like I'm, I'm just, 
I don't know. It's just that blood, man. That ticker. Yeah, dude. Yeah. It it, it just it, it that that Worcester sauce that fucking runs through my <laughs> veins. Like so thick, so thick. Yeah. It just it, oh, it, boy. it, it, it I don't I don't know what to tell you. I I got a pencil thick vein in in my fucking bubble goose and like um <laughs> But anyway, I love this is kind of like our state of PPR is like us yeah. just kind of falling apart. <laughs> like we'll, we'll go ahead and save you all the uh, WebMD details for now. Um, mm-hmm. So we're 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 two handing it. We're double fisting it at the moment. Uh, Sean and Ed are currently attending to real life responsibilities. Um, Ed's got a lot on his plate with Bullet Heaven, amongst other things, and mm-hmm. uh, Sean Sean also has got some stuff on his plate too. We are also I. I'm I'm taking on freelance pieces that I shouldn't on top of really late reviews and features. I got one published, but uh, there's some others. So it, it's just been busy. But uh, we we were like, oh man, we we really want, I've, I I have a lot to say about stuff. Andrew's got a lot to say uh, a right. lot to say about stuff. So we're like, hey, let let's go been ahead hot, and been yeah, a hot minute, yeah, yeah. So let's catch up and let's bring you all. New episode, uh, Press Pause Radio, episode 142. Uh, it's mostly just a chill episode. We're going to be talking about our impressions of State of Play, maybe some uh, other news and details very briefly. I mean, not a whole lot has uh, really been uh, announced or shown so far. We're in that cool little summer dip, which I'm fucking totally cool with. Um, yeah, and, but we, we, have, we do have some upcoming stuff like this week as we're recording. Like this weekend is kind of the like kickstart to the not E3 but E3 yeah. announcements. So uh, yeah, there's gonna be some good stuff coming up for sure. Yeah, the the Jeff Keeley throat stroke. So fucking like, <laughs> I I hope to God they call it that. <laughs> Dur- Dur- well, Doritos I, Doritos presents uh, throat stroke TM. Like we'll 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 get our lawyers on it. Um, I bet it's already taken. Probably, but uh. Yeah, that that's that is upon us, and yes. I can all like, I mean, get your bingo cards ready and get ready to take a shot anytime we see the words world premiere NFT. Um, oh fuck, dude, don't! <laughs> like, uh, did you? I'm, okay, sorry. Before we start the show proper, yeah, did you sure. see that fucking nightmarish take? That like ghoulish bullshit take that some fucking wily ass dev had to sh- like share in regard to the quote unquote future of video games in in pertaining to NFT and like the dark like he he likened it to somewhat of something like candy crush in in terms of nature in in like distribution for a mobile market but like integrated with like being able to license upon a bigger blockchain and how like just trying to come up with like a propose a, a gameplay mechanic that would be intuitive and also lucrative and oh dude Ooh, fucking boy. gag me something fierce yeah, fuck that wow. yeah, like yeah w- like congratulations you've 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 steered me away from video games sir and any other individual with like an ounce of brain matter um it was bad, dude. But anyway, yeah, that's uh, I'll, that's I'll, I'll have to bring that up at some point and read it verbatim just so like this dude can get his thorough clowning from us. But um, yeah, the that and then what we've been playing. And, and yep. that's essentially it. That's, that's on docket for 142. So without further ado, let's go.
All right. So, uh, in in terms of you know, uh, if we, we could just set aside our medical charts for a second, how how else <laughs> yes, are you please. doing? I'm I'm good, man. You know, I uh, I I think that, and we'll talk about it in the games we've been playing. But my my kids are at an age now where they are interested in video games, and it wasn't something that I did because I primarily don't play games anymore. Like I really don't, unless it's like for a review. Or uh, I randomly like check out a game from the library. And by the way, if you all have access to a library that gets video games, please, by all means, go to your local library, check out games, support libraries. I have gotten a chance to play a lot of games on the PS5 and Switch that I would probably never buy because I just don't want to spend money on games right now. Uh, but I, I can get online. I can go to my library. I can put a hold on a game as it's like coming out or like it just came out. Like I played Kirby, I played uh, the Tiny Tina Wonderlands. I think it was. Was that what yeah. that was? Yes. Yeah, yeah. A couple other games, uh, Nintendo Sports being one of them. Like, it's great, man. Like these you are don't all really checked out from your local library. My local library, yeah. So if you're in a pretty decent like sized town, I, I gotta imagine they can get them from other libraries too. Like it's been super great for me and the kids. So I, that that's, that we've so been able to get sense. stuff. With, yeah, without buying the stuff, and we don't really have a rental place anymore. Like it's not that's really a thing so... anymore. Like, I'm sorry, I just, just, like, synapses are firing in my brain because we recently just went out, um, California primaries for, like, a lot of the, the state offices and, mm-hmm. and whatnot, um, time to vote was yesterday, so, uh, Val and I are, like, rushing in the nearest poll, because we're right around the corner for the library, mm-hmm. um, and the, the polling station was right next to it, so we went and dropped off our ballots, and, uh, unfortunately, the library was closed because, I mean, we got mm-hmm. off late. We got there, like, around 7.30, right before the 8 p.m. cutoff. And there was this family uh, just, like, strolling up to the library, but with, like, three kids. And, mm-hmm. like, these these kids look dumpy. Like, I, and I don't want to judge. I don't make a habit of judging kids or, or families or whatnot. But they, I just, for the life of me, I, I was like, those kids don't, like, no kid that that gives me this impression would realistically be this fucking stoked to go to the library like, about the library the art, and, yeah yeah and i'm like our library i'm pretty sure doesn't even have like a lot of programs going on just because of the covid uh safety mm-hmm. protocol so i'm like why mm-hmm. are these kids so fucking hammed to like step oh yeah dude into- they're in there getting blu-rays they're getting games yeah i'm gonna uh, have to look into that fuck gamefly you, you, you really need to like look into my goodreads uh, account i've been killing it on graphic <laughs> novels sci-fi and fantasy books like it's been the library's been like the best thing to come from this whole thing like these last few years like i have taken a like newfound or maybe reinvigorated interest in reading and going to a library because you can just like you basically like, get them on hold and then just go and pick them up. It's it's fantastic, man. That's awesome, and I I wholeheartedly yeah. like stand behind that and totally endorse that. And mm-hmm. see, I I have a bit of an opposite uh, issue where um I, I leap before I digest, so to speak. So like I I have stacks upon stacks. Oh, of and you just don't book. time to read them, right? So I have I I I do that too. <laughs> I buy a lot of shit too. Yeah. Yeah, like sure. uh, mm-hmm. as far as uh, man, what the fuck do I have? And I like I started. I have uh, both of Keith Buckley's uh, new books. Uh, as far as scale and watch, uh, I got that um, recently. Um, mm-hmm. I, I got sold out, which is just a uh, 
like a very established essay on like the alternative rock scene and, and mm. live music. Um, I got Chuck Palnick's new novel. Um, fucking trying to get like, it's so funny. It's escaping me right now. Um, it's the sound of everything. I believe I, I'll, I'll like have that ready in a bit. Uh, I decided to also reread rant just because fucking, I, I love the way that goddamn book is written because it's written like a um, like a history channel biography, so to speak, okay. like an autobiography uh, where it does like the the way it's the writing is directed is it takes into various like third party accounts and perspectives, interviews of individuals that were there giving their perspective. But the way it flows, it flows so naturally and and mm-hmm. just the different. Uh, just the writing and word choices that are used to depict the various styles and walks of life of the characters portrayed, which can have little to no bearing to the main people involved. Like it, I I love it. It's got a like a very big, like historical documentary feel to it. But like, uh, it it's it it's written and flowed so beautifully. Like it's, it's one of his most underrated works. Uh, is it like a perspective of like a narrator, like? Yes. Well, it? it's okay. Or is like people right, like but but it right. It's interviews of people involved as well as retellings and uh, uh, recre- reenactments of what they believe, as well as facts and presentations. It's about essentially someone who, and like, funny enough, like I don't want to spoil it too much, but like mm-hmm. it, it gives you the vibes that he's a serial killer, but he's not. He's just a deeply disturbed individual that unwittingly uh, starts a pandemic. So it's also relevant. Oh, uh, um, which is relevant. Uh, I just read a book called the Kaiju Preservation Society, and huh. it's uh, it, it's it's really fun, kind of cheesy sci-fi, but it like as like COVID's happening, like it's part of the storyline, it's part of the narrative. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Kaiju Preservation Society that was pretty good uh, as well, and I like that. Like the pandemic's being kind of incorporated into the like literature now. Like, well, see, this is like super pre-pandemic. Like, oh, okay, this gotcha, goes back gotcha. in two thousand seven. Um, that's what I'm saying. Like, it just oh, has this ironic, wow. yeah, it has uh, this ironic scary relevance. That he, scary that he kind of called it before. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's it's like it it's more of like the flesh eating variety. Like it's it's very oh. fictionalized. Um, oh, okay. But no, Invention of Sound is his newest one, and that one's really neat because it's got this weird—it's a, it's a noir uh, mystery, but it mm-hmm. involves like Hollywood and sound designers. Um, oh, and cool! Yeah, it's—I—he's I, my favorite author. Like, if I could recommend any books, definitely recommend Choke, Lullaby. Lullaby was uh, great. Yeah, Lullaby's really so good. good. Yeah, 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 but no, dude. Yeah, literature. I no shortage. I mean, just that alone, and plus, like, Keith Buckley. Buckley, his stuff is really, like, it doesn't have the flow that I would like. It, why, it's is very... so, why is it you say Keith Buckley, and I think of, like, wasn't there... Every time I he die. A... He writes? Yeah. He's, I didn't he's... know that. Yeah, and right now, he's, like, they had a big breakup. He left the band. Well, uh, and I didn't even know about the band that much until they broke up, and then I heard, like, Post Boredom and all these other songs. I was like, holy oh, shit, these bro. guys are great. Like, so, like, dude. What was I missing out on? Oh, dude, I, we, okay, cue up We Are Wolf, like, cue up, like, fucking uh, Gutter Phenom, like, ah, dude, go nuts. I I was really, I was really heartbroken when that all went down. Uh, Wonderlust, like, I can go on. Um, From what I gather, um, 
based on what Jordan has said. And like, it, it really was, it sounds like it was all the guys and were, were the ones that were at beef with Keith. So mm-hmm. I, I, and Keith already, I, from what I understood, relinquished uh, any and all rights and royalties mm-hmm. to the every time I die brand. So I believe mm-hmm. they're going to carry on without him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, at this point, everybody like Jordan's got his art career, fucking big ass Andy fucking it up still. Um, God, so damn, the butcher. Yeah, dude, he, ugh. um, yeah, definitely recommend that recommend grabbing the okay. DVD shit happens. If you want a good laugh and some good vibes, God damn. Uh, no, I can go on. But anyway, yeah, I had the exact opposite problem. Um, way too much to consume and not enough time, but yeah, um, that's true. I'll definitely check out the library. Um, I'm the only thing I can really say myself. Uh, I'm trying to buy a new car. Literally, as we started yeah. recording, uh, lenders are like hitting me up. I'm like, oh hey, so what's up? I'm like, I'm gonna have to get back to you. Fucking like, I got some shit, uh, going on, something in the oven. But uh, wish me luck because we're yeah, definitely we are trying to buy a 2018 Chevy Bolt. Uh, mm-hmm. and we're trying to do so. Uh, on the cheap, and we are also doing so with the knowledge that it is on recall. <laughs> Uh, because of uh-huh. its battery issue, uh, because if it charges more than 90% of its capacity, uh, it could stand chance to catch on fire, and we are taking the risk until they can get us a new battery replacement, which we will be on the list for, because even at 90%, it is still significantly two-thirds more of our existing range, and it can supercharge, which we also can't do. So we will no longer have to account for an additional seven hours on top of any uh-huh. trip we plan just so we can stop three or four times to charge for three and hours at a time. Up. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. So <sighs> wish me luck because that would be yes, fucking dope. We, we can be uh, standard. Com- and, and let me tell you, uh, I just purchased a 36-inch JVC CRT to replace my existing one, which that's going to be another project because that's a 150-pound TV that I didn't account for 50 pounds of. Nearly broke my fucking back, but like it's here. I was gonna say, man, yeah, you can't be deadlifting that stuff. (laughs) Uh, It's it's beautiful though, and it's a market improvement over some of the existing issues that I've kind of put up with my existing consumer CRT. Um, But I borrowed my parents' truck to go pick it up. Uh, Our (laughs) gas right now is six dollars and twenty five cents a gallon. Yeah, I spent fifty fucking dollars on nine gallons. I yeah, dude, and I'm like, I we will we're EV. We're EV all what's the a, goddamn way. What's the status on horses nowadays? <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, like, are uh, they easy to get a hold of? Like, kind of just that'd be the only thing they're fucking good for. Those dead-eyed monsters. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I like. Fuck we it. knew you'd come in handy eventually. Yeah, like, and your time has come again, you pieces of shit. <laughs> uh, like, I don't know. But anyway, I digress. Um, mm-hmm. I'm I'm ready to go go sure. go for broke. Uh, yeah. So, state of play. State of play, yeah. All right, Andrew, what did you yes, think sir. of State of Play? I mean, you know, I guess now you can actually get a PS5 without fucking paying $1,000 and, like, 
robbing somebody. So I guess it's a good, we're in a decent state right now. It's better than it has been. I mean, um, can you though? I think it's still like, I, I think you're, we're still in the predatory credit. Well, um, yeah, I mean, it depends. It depends on where you're at. You know, I think it's a location based thing. I went to a local game establishment that you can stop at. Mm-hmm. And um, I was there to, all right, my daughter might be around. I'm getting her a switch for her birthday. Um, okay. So, so we were in there doing that. And, uh, you know, I'm just talking shop with some of the people back behind the counter and, you know, talking about stuff. And you know, I was like, I was like, are they hard to get still? You know, cause like I was in a establishment maybe, uh, two months ago and people were like fighting to get like three of them. There's only, they only had three and there was like a line going all around the damn building trying to like get these. And they said, yeah, I said, you know, it, it was for a while there you had to like hold them back until like a certain day they'd advertise it. And then you'd come in and you had like two. Uh, but she said, no, like they're, they're not hard to get. I mean, not as hard to get, but that is probably based on location and based on, mm-hmm. uh, you know, where you're at in the world, I guess. So, but I think it's getting better. So hopefully the state of play is not just like people like just pissed off that they can't play the games they're talking about. Cause they don't have the system to play them on. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know this one, it was really VR heavy, which I, I don't know if I'm really even like remotely excited about the new VR for PS five. See, uh, and like, you know me, man. I'm I'm a VR advocate. I yeah yeah. You 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 were an early adopter for sure. I'm and I'm excited to really kind of see what uh, the biggest issue, in my humble opinion, mm-hmm. uh, concerning VR is just accessibility. Mm-hmm. In in regard to not even just the equipment and the real estate that you would need for the uh, equipment and cabling, but just the real estate to play uh, mm-hmm. and kind of like to accurately play or more comfortably play. Because even then, like I've had to make some adjustments in my dedicated gaming space to kind of account for uh, certain titles that require uh, more movement and depth. And even then, like um, like previously, when I had my uh, my flat screen wall mounted very easy because right. I could just easily stand and I always had the camera uh, mounted on the top of the screen as of it stands as it stands now uh, I have the camera below my uh, flat screen and my flat screen sits on a entertainment center that stands about roughly 18 inches from the floor so now in in various titles not m- m- I think the uh, game I had the most issue with was uh, Rick and Morty's Virtual Rickality, which is essentially a job simulator, but with a license. Um, though it's it's a definitely it's more intensive than Job Simulator, um, which the that that's been like a household favorite is Job Simulator. Mm-hmm. So Virtual Rickality was like a no brainer. And again, when we played that with the previous orientation, oh, it was great. But now that we're playing it to where the camera's mounted a little lower. Um, the the perspectives and range because of that lowered height uh makes it a little bit more difficult like the camera immediately loses uh reception to the uh move controllers and i have to adjust a little bit and i've had to set myself up uh a little further back than what i normally did to play so um it was definitely some more technical difficulties than prior so i'm i'm going to have to probably do some more adjustments um i 
I have a new like uh, accessory that you can just set up like a little shelf on top of your flat screen, and it actually kind of like mounts and cues up uh, like some slack against it that that doesn't cause a lot of harm so long as you don't put like something like a center block on it. Well, uh, kind of like, they did that with the Kinect, I think, back in the day, didn't they? Have like specific mounts you could get for that kind of stuff, like on your TV. Right, but like. So what I I'll send you a picture of it. It's a shelf that you can just uh, it has a lip that goes over the top edge of the TV, and then it has uh, mounting pegs that mm. uh, essentially put the pressure against the uh, the back chassis of your TV, and then oh, it, it you can even it. yeah, and then you can lock oh. the pegs in place and oh. see. I I moved uh, the camera there. Uh, mm-hmm. and I also moved my Wii sensor bars there. And then now I have to create, uh, I don't know if I'm going to have to look into some custom 3d printing. Uh, I'd like to do a custom 3d printed mount to where, um, the, uh, camera, the PSVR camera is below it. And then the Wii sensor bar is above it. That one being uh-huh. for the Wii dual and the Wii U. Uh, yeah, yeah. cause I have, a, I have three Wii's in my setup right now. Um, so and three, that, that... and three really bad sensor bars for all of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, no, Just and then really I still fl- have flimsy things. And then I have my Connect Two and my Connect One and right. my iToy. I, I, I like if. Edward Snowden were to even. Peek. Oh my God, he would. He would just clutch his chest and go. Yeah, no. dude. <laughs> like he, he would. It, it would That's just okay. be that. I mean, I've got like seven smart speakers around this house, man. They don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah, saying, really I'm saying wild. I'm saying wild stuff. They don't care. You don't give a shit. Um, nah. But yeah, uh, I that that's really the only issue that I see. But for some of the mm-hmm. games that ingeniously, like there, again, there have been some remarkable. Like one of my favorite games in in general uh, within the last generation is still Moss. I highly recommend it. A lot of shooters do incredible for it. I would love. Like I I honestly think that the future of uh light gun gaming is mm. contingent on uh on a vr platform uh and even then like other standouts res like beautiful there there's a lot of stuff that you can do on an action level that i think vr could absolutely introduce or or reinvigorate in a completely positive way um so i'm excited I I would really like to. I it's all again. It's all about I would say the, um, the technical uh, limitations really, which is a, a obvious. But even then, if, as long as you can kind of try to, uh, if they can streamline it to just be a little bit more reliable in in more than a few environments, as opposed to not completely change up your environment to get optimal mm-hmm. performance. And then just the real estate and not having to have, like, a fucking bushel of cables and three units, like, sticking out on top of your already stacked fucking router of a console. Right, right. Hmm, what else do we have? Uh, Resident Evil. I think we kind of talked briefly about that before we recorded. Uh, I mean, I think that was an inevitable thing, you know? I, uh, I'm surprised that Sony is getting the first, like, reveal of it. It's not an exclusive, is it? I wouldn't think it would be. I don't think it's an exclusive. Um, it, I mean, it didn't. It really didn't. Because think. because we did find out later that something that was an exclusive last gen, they announced it at this day to play is not going to be a PlayStation exclusive. So I feel like it's Capcom still has a relationship with Sony, but I don't think they're necessarily going to be like this is exclusively on your console anymore. I, I can't. I can't fucking trust 
exclusives anymore. I just I can't. Like, dude, they're exclusive with with a with a, like you know, for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. I, like it. Like they're exclusive at your own risk. And <laughs> you yeah. know who? You yeah. know what? Who? At this point, I also kind of. I don't give a shit because here, yeah. here's my take on it. Regardless of all the third party titles and whether or not, like it does, they're not diminished by their expanded availability. And there's going to be markedly at least one or two titles that will never ever come out for any other console. And that's fine. And then that's when you have to justify whether or not you own this $500 plus machine in your, or that you have it set up to justify being able to access that one title. Right. And that's fine. We've all made that, that fucking decision. It's okay. Mm -hmm. Dude, guys, I've got an Atari VCS that is gradually losing like a little, little bit of stock with each month. But I, I love that thing because it can do, one thing that literally none of my other systems can do, even though they all have access to the same game, I can play Tempest 4000 with a rotary controller. So there it stays. It stays. And you know what? A new game. And I'll talk about that in our what what we've been playing. But like that's just my mentality. Uh, like Spider-Man coming to PC. Fuck yes. And then for sure. all the neckbeards and everybody just shouting and and causing like moral panic. Take a step back. Maybe I don't know. Call your mom. Like, figure something out. And are and, they are they really upset that it's coming to PC? Yes, dude. Why? Yes, it, I why? I don't know because it, I don't it's, know either. It's it. I they voiced it like it was some sort of betrayal like, of their oh. consumer trust, and I'm just like, this the PS3 is... had the Spider-Man font. How could they? I don't know how many times I saw people screenshot that fucking tweet from Insomniac that says this this game will never ever be released outside of Sony platforms, and I'm like, dude, well, why would you even say that to begin with? Yeah, they, to that? be fair, to be fair, that that's a little, but I'm like, also. dude, it, at this point, and, and like, there's outrage over Tunic going to PlayStation. I'm Man, just like, every everyone why? in the entire world should have a chance to play Tunic. I want Tunic on mobile devices. I want Tunics on Amazon Fire for kids. Yeah, everyone should have a chance to play this game. That oh, agreed, yeah. agreed. Stop. Just don't hold back from these people. They need to all experience those kinds of games. It's Fine. yeah, it, Tunic's so good. It's just elitism, dude. It just goes back. Like I at this know. point, I don't know how. Like, why does it even exist at this point? Like, there are things about you can this you can enjoy like being angry. I guess. Yeah, dude. I don't. I don't know. I just. I. I really don't get it. But Speaking of getting angry. Final Fantasy sixteen. Uh, I'm fine with it. It looks. It looks like you, fourteen. I don't know why everyone's so pumped about it. I. I it's just fourteen. It's like the same people. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, it is the same people, but you know. I know. I'll, I'll I'll stick with thirteen. Y'all be good. I'll I'll go play Lightning Returns and and I'll be happy. It's which fine. I still need to finish. I dude, I still have like with all the content for fifteen alone. Right. There's right. there's 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 no shortage of Final Fantasy. So and yeah. I and I and I will buy into this. And hell, I will get back in the fucking fourteen, and then we will all have to again coordinate playtimes and servers and whatnot and we'll do that too i mean it's fine i at, at this point like 
I want to be like fucking jazz, and I am. I'm just, uh-huh. I'm not as jazz just because I don't have the same capacity to invest. Like, dude, we got Final Fantasy VII Remake that I'm still like yeah. trudging along. And like, right. if you were to tell, uh, fuck, we've been doing this show for 13 years now. So, mm-hmm. uh, if you were to tell 23 year old George, Hey, there's gonna be a remake of Final Fantasy VII, and it's gonna be fucking insane. It's gonna look really cool. It's gonna have some ugly textures on doors and shit, but that's okay. It's really don't worry about that. Good. Don't doors. worry, about, don't worry that. about that. Yeah, yeah, and it's gonna be and like and and then, but then I'm gonna be like, but you're never gonna have time to play it. You might put two hours. <laughs> like he he would yeah he he would You'll take buy a the long DLC walk and you won't be able clip. to play it. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. like. You know, it it's a monkey paws thing. I'm I'm fine with it. I I'm I'm for it. To be honest, yeah. uh if there is one title that I was not all that um impressed with it, it was Resident Evil 4. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but it still looks cool. It yeah, it looks great. Like I I think what it is like cuz I I'm getting through also Resident Evil 2 like I I went and dipped mm-hmm. down and bought every title for the PlayStation 4. So like I had a Resident Evil kick and I still plan on revisiting it and potentially turning it into like a Halloween feature or streaming right. feature. Um I need to play the, through Village at some point. That's the only I don't even have it. I uh, have it on <laughs> Stadia. Um so <laughs> one of these days I'll play it maybe. Unless they take it off the service. Um, I just finished updating Cyberpunk to like be uh, in a working condition for the Series it's, X. That, it sounds like it's getting better. Yeah. It's like a No Man's Sky situation. Like yeah, yeah. Absolutely. yeah. It's it again. It's it's all right back to the too little, too late thing. I guess. Right. But, like right, I'm yeah. I'm for it, dude. Like sure. I've got Series X um, queued up with that uh, and Control, which. Uh, mm-hmm. I already made the decision. I deleted everything I had had done to that point because I had been glitched right. out. Um, yeah. So I, but yeah, Res- mm-hmm. I I think what it is is I got that. I I got Resident Evil Three. Um, that I, it's just kind of like the fatigue of going from like Mr. X and then you're expecting some sort of enhancement or improvement in the game that embellishes upon that mechanic even further with Nemesis. Mm-hmm. And it not living up to like the initial excitement and and spectacle of it, I don't like how are you, like I think four at this point is gonna honestly just like take that same engine and then just coast on the on the notoriety of it being four. But, but there is probably a generation of players who haven't played those games. I think for for them it's fantastic because you get like you don't. I mean, there's still tank controls, I suppose, but like. I don't know, I just feel like the, the jankiness of, of those games is gone, and, like, the presentations there. Like, I think for, same as, like, Final Fantasy VII, like, if you didn't get a chance to experience the originals, I, I mean, this is great to have the experience, like, on a on a new generation of consoles, but, yeah, for anyone that's played it before, it's, it's, it's going to be just a, you know, coat of paint. So. I kind of need a little bit more. Like, that, yeah, I mean, I 2 and it. 3 did that. They, they yeah. streamlined it, and, like, I, I just, I don't know. I, but... If if we're being fair, Resident Evil Four was always just a pretty good game to me. It was never like this masterpiece that it was. Like I said man, it was great on the Wii. Get the Tommy gun unlocked. Mm. Yeah, amazing. I and I, you know, it's funny is I did grab that. Uh, it, it, it's weird. Like for all the shit that the Wii catches still for like Waggle, and there's so many like 
practical uses of the motion yeah, tech man. that were used that like nobody ever takes the time to properly respect or yeah. acknowledge. Four, four, four did it well. Uh, Umbrella Chronicles was dope. Yeah, man. dude. Like, yeah. I, I'm telling you, you know what it is, and like, I think we're actually arriving at that between the Wii and the Wii U. Is we're we're like it's like this Dreamcast syndrome to where it just got shat on in its prime. And, and you didn't know you, how good it was until you revisit it later. Yeah, and now it's having yeah. this like renaissance of fandom, and I just right, right. like, bro, I was I, like, don't, don't cite the fucking words to me, like, which mm. I was there, dog. Yeah, there <laughs> um, its creation. So um, I don't know. But yeah, so like, but uh, ultimately for me, stay to play. Like the most exciting thing was Street Fighter Six. Um, I think that. I don't even remember what the initial reveal was. Do you remember when the initial reveal of six was? Was it a Capcom uh, thing? Was it an Evo it was, thing? Like I don't. It remember. was a Capcom thing, and they showed us a teaser of an Adobe ass stock logo. Yes, um, logo is much better now. I will. Yeah. I will say much much better. Whole, uh, but dude, the, the entendres of the fucking logo to where if it's uh, uh, put on its side, then you get the Roman numeral, and I'm just like, okay, this is. Like we didn't need like a no. You tried God like hard. an MC Escher ass logo, oh, right? <laughs> but, right. Um, I I dig it, man. The vibe is cool. I like the uh, you know the what I'm assuming is like a hip hop influence, very like Street Fighter Third Strike kind of influence mm-hmm. in terms of the aesthetics. Um, they're gonna have a world tour, which is like a I guess story mode, which I think they had something like that in third strike maybe if i'm remembering right um i mean third strike had like just branching paths and then like it's mo- like third impact that that was the maybe maybe third impact is what i'm thinking of yeah but the, like that you know th- this at this point i mean that th- this concept has always been toyed upon i mean even with as recent as uh five with like after it got the most recent patch of uh, a little, little able... after the fact, though, like they didn't have anything at launch, you know? right? But if like you're not now... in other realm, you know, you don't really get to do story modes in fighting games, right? But even then, like the just being able to recreate the, I really like the touch, and I, again, it's definitely a too little, too late. But going back and playing five in anticipation, um, I really dug like the story mode that allowed you to essentially recreate the narratives for each mainline game. And mm-hmm, the fact mm-hmm. that, like, uh, every time you did so, you would only be able to work with the uh, roster that was available for that given game at the time. So, yeah. like, especially, like, I, I found that especially neat for uh, the original Street Fighter or Fighting Street for you turbo right. nerds out there. Um, <laughs> fucking, I, I, like, now we're taking this concept and expanding it into open world. And that, that goes into, like, I, I got immediate uh mk armageddon vibes which i okay. like have you played mk armageddon uh long long time ago i've not revisited it since it was out so it actually has a open world that you go about like walking up to npcs and, and, and carrying out missions but then like the gameplay crux of the like, completing objectives goes into mm-hmm. the the actual fighting game right and i think that um it looks like at least in the trailer that they're hinting at maybe like a creative fighter that goes through that mode potentially. 
which I or again, or maybe they're not revealing who it is, and they're just trying to like put like a placeholder in it for now until they give out more details. So with Armageddon, uh-huh. um, because of like the sheer size of its uh, the character roster and everything, what they did, and they did actually implement something like that. But what you would do is. Um, because it's so many ninjas, for example, within the MK universe, like, uh, mm-hmm. there were various fighting styles that ate yeah. some of the, so with Street Fighter kind of based on this archetype of just having a six button layout between like, uh, three intensities of a punch and three intensities of a kick, I can only imagine that I think the, the creative fighter is going to just really stem on the 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 meta of of special moves like is this going to be a charge character is this going to be like a uh a button input or full circle or grapple character or just your standard fair quarter circle i i can imagine they'd go something around i i'm more or less um really curious about the open world mechanics themselves because this looks like it's going to take place like one of the big environments is going to take place in is metro city Right, so we're going to get right. a lot of Final Fight love there. But also, I looked at a lot of the advertisements, and one thing really piqued my... And I, I don't know why people haven't talked about it, or if maybe I'm just like... It, it's like this Freudian desire. Um, but I saw what looked like Iori from King of Fighters being advertised to the left. And I don't... like If, if Street Fighter Six is being positioned both in terms of single-player content and... Uh, ongoing multiplayer content for games of service, like if they looked into doing crossover expansions versus full fledged releases, like say they're um, doing like a, a strictly SNK expansion. And well, just doing and I that. mean, Christ, I mean, when's the last time that Street Fighter had a guest character? Uh, that would have been Tekken or Street Fighter Cross Tekken. But and again, then, that was a yeah, that wasn't really a guest character. That was like a part of the game itself. Was that it was a well? I know, mean, I'm I'm referring to the game. Sony mascots and um the the cats. They were in that, and so was Pac Man and Mega Man. Oh, you're right. You're right. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, but I don't know. I feel like obviously they have to take like hints from other fighting games that have done it well, like guest characters. Uh, you know, DLC for. Um, like obviously Nether Realm games, uh, mm-hmm. Virtual Fighter is doing it right now with Tekken. You know, mm-hmm. like like all these games are like incorporating mm-hmm. these other like 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 let's work together here. Let's not be like we're the only fighting game in town, so we don't want any of your stuff in our games. Like, I I think that you have free reign to bring in other characters and other properties. I think that especially if you're saying it's going to be a games as a service, because that's what they wanted five to be. But I don't yeah. think five had the legs to stand on to do that. I think five was released way too early out of the, out of the gate. Like it needed right. more time in the oven. Um, right, right. But yeah, at this point, the expectation—it's no longer like a neat thing to have a guest character. I feel like nearly every major fighting property at this point is dabbled in. It. Fuck, Killer Instinct has uh, Rash from <laughs> uh, Battletoads. A lot of and them. A lot of like them. Yeah. the Arbiter. <laughs> the Arbiter, from, yeah. Um. So, no, I I'm excited. I just yeah, I think I, I think at this point. I mean, just by virtue of, like, Capcom took the feedback from the logo just directly of it right away and made changes, that tells me that they're going into the development of this with the right mindset. 
that yeah. they they definitely they they do not I don't think they could they're not even in a position to risk another Street Fighter 5. No, no. Uh, but, I mean, or I mean, they, Marvel they look, oh, I wish yeah. they would though. Well, I but Infinite also set the Mac. Like they there's a lot of stock that they need to rebuild in terms of goodwill with their fan base. And, I think and Infinite in will eventually like in the in the telling of time, I think Infinite will still be revered as a pretty decent fighting game. I just think that the characters look like garbage. But but that the mechanics were sound. Like the gem system or whatever they had in that. Like that was mm-hmm. uh was it stones? Was it Infinity Stones? Yeah. Yeah, man, it was it was solid, man. That was actually halfway decent. I, I think but. just the whole appeal was mm-hmm. essentially the license in the in the material. And like I, I think in terms of like it's really cool to get experimental, but also to not I don't know. I, I, I think also it, it it's working on the back of a legacy that's already like built. Yeah, established. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. And, it, and like even then it did that with like three like Three is still being played to this day. Ultimate is. Oh, yeah. Still still big tournaments, yeah. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. But just either way, like, uh, Capcom's got a lot there. And it looks like they're treading waters with the Dark Soccer's collection because I guarantee um, if if that collection does fairly well commercially, uh, not just critically, that they're finally going to probably take that to heart and be like, okay, let's do a, mar- uh, a modern Dark Stalkers, which... Sure. I, I would be all for it. and you know what? Here's one thing that like either that or or a rival schools. Yeah, I would like with, that with, like art with RE engine graphics, yeah, of course. Absolutely. So mm-hmm. um we can I don't know, I'm I'm all on board for uh, cautiously optimistic. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um sure. but but aside from that, so Final Fantasy sixteen, uh Street Fighter Six and Resident Evil Four Remake were like the just the big standouts. Uh, Forsaken, Eternites, um, just some other stuff. Uh, Horizon Stray, Stray Forbidden is West. That that cat game that everyone was pumped about last oh, year. Oh, dude, Stray. Stray is yeah. fucking and Stray is also getting a physical release. So I saw that. Really, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, really um, jazzed on that. Um, and then mm-hmm. yeah, uh, some other stuff. Uh, Tunic, as we mentioned, is coming to the PlayStation. That's a good thing. So, yes, it is, guys. It's fine. <laughs> don't worry. Yeah, don't, don't, don't be <laughs> shit asses about it. Uh, but yeah, I think that's essentially it. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. other than that, uh, quick news bits. Um, I I like Sonic Frontiers, what we've been shown, but it's also an early build. But even then, conceptually, uh, and just what can be done, I think it's going to be fucking neat. Because from and it's making that 4chan leak. It's giving more credibility because, like, as we see more involved, it looks like it it might shape up but i'm thinking that the big expansive uh breath of the wild inspired overworld is actually also a hub world and that we will get traditional action stages like that of 3d sonic so i i think the combination of the two mechanics at work and just being able to freely explore with the speed and movement that like sonic has always been celebrated for uh, is is gonna make it stand out, and uh, again, it's okay that it's rough around the edges. It's an early fucking build. Uh, COVID nineteen. I mean, I could go on. So I'm fine with it not coming out this year, and hopefully yeah. working out a little smoother. Um, if you didn't already purchase, and I'll get into that, and in what's in your console. If you didn't already uh, purchase what you could directly with uh your credit card or debit card, uh, 
games from the Wii U or 3DS eShop, you cannot any longer. Um, no longer cannot. Uh, it is The option has been removed. You can still get gift cards, which I'm planning to get as soon as I kind of just do uh, uh, me, myself personally do a Duck Duck, Duke, uh, Duck, Duck Goose game of uh, digital capacity and inventory for uh, what I would like uh, installed on my units. Uh, you guys uh, will have to look into that before, I believe, end of August, because at that point, it will no longer be available in any capacity, regardless of uh, payment method. And then I think they'll just keep the shop open for anything you want to reinstall that's already been purchased before it just goes down completely sometime next year. So, yeah, look into that. Digital gaming it, sure is cool. End, yep, end of an era. Um, but, yeah, aside from that, that's a... I mean, I'm I'm ready for what's in your console. What about you, buddy? Sure. Yeah, let's check them out. Okay, I, Andrew has got yes, a lot of cool shit on his plate because we, we kind of hardware. Yeah, yeah. So I, I actually would love to. I want to sit back, just you know, kick my feet up, and I really want to hear uh, Andrew go first. So I'm, yeah, I'm gonna go sure. ahead and I'm gonna pass the talking stick over to you, buddy. All right. Well, I was fortunate enough here recently, since the last time we recorded, a uh, few things finally came to my mailbox. Uh, one of them being the Steam Deck, which I think they took pre-orders on Steam Deck last year, probably in the summer, maybe fall of last year. Mm-hmm. So they got delayed at one point, and then uh, I was on the second wave of of them being shipped. So I didn't make the initial wave, but I got the second wave, and uh, I, I got mine. I, I messed with it a little bit. Um, I will say that what Valve has been able to do with it is pretty amazing. I think the hardware they've created is redemption for their Steam machines. Their, I can't remember the thing they had where it like hooked up to your TV and had a controller. Do you remember that? Uh, yeah, I, I what do. What was that called? I, I have one uh, still. Steam I don't Link. remember what it's called. Steam Link. Yes, yes. I have it still plugged in. It it sucks. Yep. <laughs> it it's, sucks. It's not. It's not great. I think if you have a wired connection, you might be better off, but. Well, why would you have a wired connection? Just have a PC then at that point, right? Yeah. So, so I think Steam Deck was kind of like as a as a piece of hardware, the culmination of them trying to like succeed at this, just the the one goal of having your PC library and your PC gaming available to you anywhere, not just tied and confined to a desktop. Like you can go anywhere and play your PC library. The hardware is sound. I think that you are able to do that with a few caveats. Um, mm-hmm. and, and saying that I don't think it's for everyone and I definitely don't think it's worth the price tag because I got the most basic entry level, $400, 32 gig, no fancy SSD, like just the bare bones thing you can get. Um, mm-hmm. and I guess like in my mind, when I was thinking about the steam deck and thinking about the applications and thinking about the possibilities, 
uh, you know, it was like games on my PC that I could not play portable anywhere else anyhow. So I'm thinking like Final Fantasy XI. I'm thinking Destiny. I'm thinking, you know, all these games I can play portable or anywhere. Um, we're not there. And I don't know if some games will eventually come around and become Steam Deck verified. Or it just depends on the developer. depends on the, you know, uh, the game itself. Um, a lot of the games that I really would have hoped were Steam Deck verified are not, and I don't know if they'll ever be able to get Steam Deck verified. So well, that was kind of, that was kind of like a shot in the heart. See, Cause I was like, man, like that's kind of why I really wanted this thing. That's weird too. Because okay, and correct me if I'm wrong. Cause, okay. Well, I believe you may have just, but see, that's a there's there's a lot of confusion within the language and distinction for what's actually compatible but from what i understood just from you know players experimenting that there's stuff that's compatible that isn't outright communicated as such that it is right yes and i think it's like a, a an at your own risk kind of thing and and that's the other thing that's great about valve is they've been very transparent about what you can do with the system and and what you can't do which isn't a whole lot like they're basically like you can do basically whatever you do with a pc you can do it with this it's a linux-based system um you know, you can modify it, you can uh, sideload it, you know, there's a lot of things you can do. Um, I just think that I'm not the person to do that, personally. I, I'm not the person to, like, really get in deep with trying to, like, configure and do things and, and modify. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's not for me. Like, I'm going to go with whatever Steam is telling me, like, I can play and I, I can run. And anything else, I'm not going to really make a big effort to, like, try to do it on the back end. But you can, you absolutely can, uh, and you can like hook it up to a monitor and make it your PC. Like uh, the dock's not out yet, but it's coming. I think you can probably do like some third party stuff now. If that's you really wanted to. that's another thing too. I from what I saw, because again, I I've also been shopping around out of sure. curiosity, um, sure, sure. and I saw third party options, and yeah. I'm I'm hesitant with the third party options because that just brings back. Uh, just nightmare fears of like third-party docks breaking switches. Right. So right. I didn't, you know, that's so. I'm. This is where. So as of now, what is the most? If you don't mind my asking, what is the most technologically capable game that you have been able to successfully run and play on your deck? Right. So what I end up installing when I first got it, and it's kind of cool because when you launch the like the interface, they have the store separate into like your library of games that you have and then they'll have stuff in the store and then they have a section for great on steam deck or great on you know like like stuff that's verified um and it will like filter out the stuff that you can like play that is you know check marked um and that's what i've been diving into my library of games that i know will run on it just fine um i would say most the technologically advanced um you know playing any of the half-life games on there is really cool um, obviously not like, you know, graphically demanding anymore, but just to play it on a portable system is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I've been playing like, you know, Slay the Spire. Um, I have Dodonpachi Resurrection on there. I have, uh, this new one that came out from Valve, the, uh, what was it? it it's the, um, it's the like mini game they came out with that's based on Portal. Aperture Science Labs, I think yes. it's called. Yeah. So I have that on there. Um, but yeah, I haven't ran anything like super beefy. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I guess because that's not a game I really want to play portable. I guess like I don't want to like. Try I, to I'm run just curious, on it. just because like I wonder if it like again, I I want to catch or see so, if, so, we, so, if, so, if but, Valve can yeah, be caught but, slipping. 
but but so far it has been playing fine. Like I've had no hiccups. Um, I will say the fans run pretty loud when mm. it starts getting a little taxing on what you're playing. Like Dreamcast um, loud? Uh, I wouldn't say that loud, but it, it's, I mean, it's noticeable because it's right there in your face. You mm. know, I mean, like you can't really get a lot of distance from it. Uh, it feels good for it being as like big of a system as it is because it, it's gargantuan. Like you have it in your hands and it's massive, but it feels pretty decent. It doesn't feel clunky. It doesn't feel heavy. Uh, the the controls, the you know the the analogs, the buttons, they they feel decent. They're not the best thing in the world. It's not an Xbox controller, but it feels decent. Um, I'm trying to think, yeah, but like the fans, like the really glaring thing for me, the fan kicking on, it gets a little warm. Um, but but it runs. I mean, I don't really get any hiccups. I don't get any like real issues with games playing. Um, but like I said, I got the more like bare bones system. So I think if you have like maybe a faster running SSD, you might not run into as many problems because it's not going to be as taxing to run these games. But for, for my version of it, it, it does tend to kind of run a little loud, a little hot sometimes. Um, so, hmm. And like so I said, haven't... I, I, I feel like if you're an early adopter and you want to have this thing, that's, that, that's what I did. I just wanted to get one. I'm I'm a little disappointed that I can't play some of the games I really wish I could have played, or at least I don't have it. I don't have the desire to play them, not knowing they're fully verified. I guess like I could try to play them and, and probably have like mixed success, but I, I don't really have the uh, I don't have the courage to try doing it, and I don't want to screw up something that I won't be able to fix because I'm 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 a little savvy with like PCs, but I'm not by any means like someone's gonna get in there and try to like you know like do like you know. And plus, Linux is a really, really, really tech. Oh God, I I did Red Hat Linux when I was in like my associate's degree. Uh, I barely passed the class. I I got two programs to work. <laughs> so I by no means am anyone that's gonna fuck with Linux at all. Not even remotely possible. Um, but I would love to talk to you about a piece of hardware that I've really been enjoying. That I think this is, is more a up expensive. my alley too. Oh my God, dude, this thing. Okay, so it is a little expensive, and it's a little bit harder to get. But I've been really enjoying my time with Playdate, which is a boutique portable gaming system. Um, they basically, like, it's so strange to actually describe. It's like a Game Boy Micro. Uh, it only has two buttons, a, a D-pad, and it has a crank on the side. And the crank can be used for a lot of different ways in gameplay, in browsing, like however you want to use the thing. It's basically up to whoever's making the game for it. They can utilize it however they want. Um, but yeah, it's just like, it harkens back to like really old school, uh, monochrome portable games. And I think it's kind of a nice throwback to like what portable gaming is now. It's nice to kind of take a step back and just do something basic. And I think that each game that's come out with their like quote unquote season pass that you get when you buy it have been just really fun, really like bite-sized games. There's nothing that's going to like reinvent the wheel, but I was playing, um, there was like an RPG where you go and try to take pictures of birds and you use the crank to like focus on your camera so you can take um, the pictures properly. A, a lot of my exposure to some of the included games, um, uh-huh. one that really struck a chord with uh, Jeff Grubb and may he may have initiated like another silly ass uh, rivalry over it is oh, the uh, surfing mini game that uses the crank, and it's got, yes. like, a really big California games vibe to it. I hated that game. I was dog shit at that game. I I ain't got the touch, man. That, that game, 
<laughs> I, I like the application of it, but I'm mm-hmm. just not good at it at all. I think there are a lot of neat titles that, like, from what I yeah. got to see, um, that absolutely use the crank to a, a, a very entertaining effect. Here's my big... I don't have it. I wanted mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. There's one big-ass thing stopping me from getting it. Mm. Uh, oh. There is no backlit screen no on backlit. this fucking thing. There is I, not. There is not. Yeah. I, so dude, and, I don't even know how to no, deal. Oh, it's noticeable. Well, like, you know, I have to, if I'm playing at night, I have to be, like, right up against a damn lamp to play the thing, you know? <laughs> it's uh, That, that yeah. sounds nightmare. That is 1997-ass, like, we like we, we are well beyond the Game Boy Color. And, I, but, like, I will, but I will say, part of that is the charm for me. And I know for uh, most people that's going to be, like, a, a deal breaker. But part of that's the charm, I think. I, I just think that it's so unique that I will forgive that it doesn't take modern technology into account for a lot of stuff it does, and it makes it about as basic as humanly possible. Um, I don't know. It, it's not It's not a thing that really affects me, but you're right. Like They should take modern advancements and utilize it into the design of their system because that thing is not cheap. That's like a good, I think it retailed for like 180 if I'm remembering right, roughly. Uh, yeah. I mean, um, I, and here's the other thing too. Yeah. Um, that I'm curious to know about is also just... also you can't turn it off. Wait, what? It's really fucking weird. If there's a way to turn it off, I've not figured it out, and I've been on the Reddit. <laughs> I've tried to figure out how to turn it off. I don't think you can turn it off. Is I this think a common the... like thread in on on the Reddit page? Kinda. They're just like, hey, can you turn this thing off? They're like, well, the battery's really good. I'm like, that you didn't answer my question though. <laughs> like, can I turn this thing off or not? And I don't think I ever got an actual valid answer. So I just have to like check in on it every once in a while. I'm like, I should probably charge it. Okay, let me go find the cable real quick. <laughs> Holy shit, I d- dude! I don't. Ma- so it just maybe goes special, into like an internal sleep mode. A special code in the crank, like you crank it so many times one way, it's like a fucking combination lock. You do it a certain way, and you get to turn it off. I don't know. Uh, so yeah, they forgot the backlight and they forgot a way to turn it off. <laughs> are two things I guess they probably should have addressed. <laughs> but it's got but like that said, like one like smartwatch pull tab, and then it's just forever alive. It just dude, I don't know, how. man, but. But but I, I like the charm of that. Like something about that still like kind of makes me happy. Um, and I've not even gotten to the side loading stuff yet. I've been like on Twitter. I've been saving some posts to people that are like, "Hey, check this out on itch.io." You know, like I'm gonna get to that eventually. But I think the already the community of people that are trying to make unique stuff for this is exciting to me. And they're just very like simple, like play for five minutes and you're done kind of experiences. But it fits awesome in your pocket. Like I got that thing in my, like I got a flannel on, it's in my pocket on my chest. I break that thing out. If I'm at a doctor's office or something like, it's just, it's cool. It's just something different than having a phone in your hand. I don't know. Like I, I just appreciate the nostalgic aspect of it for all of its good and bad. I appreciate the nostalgia of it. And I, I think it's a nice little piece of hardware and, so and I've really enjoyed it so far. As far as the, uh, the indie scene for it in, in regard yeah. to side loading aside from that. And then um, like, I, 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 it sounds like there's already just from what I read there, there's already quite a bit to dive into. It, it definitely sure. gives me like XBL uh, I vibes again as far oh, as. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Um, it, in regard to the official digital distribution like how like how many new games you get uh within a week's or because yeah. like from what i understood is it, it's constantly connected 
if there is a connection. And if there is a connection, uh, new games will actually just show up on your dashboard and that you can right. unwrap and just play. Yes. Since you've owned it, how many yes. new games have you received in this way? Six total. So oh, okay. I, ha- I had two at launch when I got the thing. And then every week, usually on Mondays, I think it is, they release two more games each week. So, yeah, I'm up to about, I think, six or eight games. So I'd have to check, um, which I might grab when, when, I, when I take a, uh, when we move on. I'll, I'll grab it quick. Um, but, yeah, I, I've really dug it, man. I, I think it's really cool. Again, for both pieces of hardware, especially right now, not for everyone. Um, you know, your mileage may vary. I would say look at reviews, look at feedback from people that have them. Uh, please don't think that dropping all this money on this is going to be a worthwhile investment. I think I just had a little too much time on my hands last summer and I was <laughs> shopping around. I've also been really bad on Kickstarter. If that tells you anything, my Kickstarter queue has been kind of crazy with stuff that I've been putting money down on. Just, you know, I'm, I'm taking cautious. a break from Kickstarter. Kickstarter. A bit. Just, That's probably for the best. Well, so the I mean I kind of just gave up and like I even get surprised with the little updates that I've gotten but like Radio of the Universe mm-hmm. is the last one that um mm. and like that that I don't know what's going on with that um and then fucking watermelon uh like totally stiffing me on goddamn paprium to the point where like I am strongly considering just buying a one at an inflated like on uh, inflated resale just so I can have my stupid fucking game and that I'm pro- I don't know and, and then maybe or if I end up do getting my stupid fucking game I can resell it back at an inflated price or or, right. or whatnot just to recoup some of the fucking money that I lost so who who goddamn knows um either way um super super bummed on it so um okay so other than steam deck and mm-hmm. uh play date has there been like i know i mean i mean we can start into that or, but i know there's right. there might have been a few other games any any um, specific games well w- yeah we'll talk about the one in particular because i've been playing a lot of that with the kids um okay. no I, I i've been messing with apex legends on mobile Mm-hmm. Uh, it came out a few weeks ago, and it's probably the most competent like shooter on a mobile device that I've played. Uh, it's still not great, but it did inspire me to like want to start playing the PC version again because I don't know. I I I really like Respawn, and I wish we could get another Titanfall, but I know we probably won't. So I will just play Apex and try not to be dog shit at it. Um, mm-hmm. But the mobile games not terrible with touch controls. Like it's, it's not the worst thing I've played, which is saying something because most shooters on a mobile phone with touch controls is garbage, like unplayable garbage. This is like halfway decent. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that a lot of it's probably bots, at least the first like 10 levels that you earn. And then like, as you start earning more experience and getting more playtime in, I think they start filtering in more real players, but I don't think I'm that good to like do as well as I've been doing (laughs) unless my phone's just, decent enough to hang with it uh but yeah i think it's a lot of bots if i had to guess but i don't know it, it, it's kind of fun to like jump into a match or two at the end of the night like my, my my mobile game rotation is basically three games it's mario kart it's apex legends and it's uh disney i i, I talked about it on one of our podcasts like that's like the three i just play like on rotation so 
it's been uh, added to my 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 list of games I play on a regular basis. Uh, there is um, there is, is one mobile game that you and I um also played recently that I was. Oh yeah, Pokemon. Up. Yeah, sure, yeah. Sure. Uh, Go yeah, Fest man. happened. Um, it, it did. So, so I've got a funny anecdote to share with you that like okay. I have never experienced before. So I bought the Go Fest ticket for fourteen ninety nine. Um, I bought it uh, because, again, I, as I mentioned earlier in the show, uh, we went to go buy my new CRT TV. Uh, so I had to travel out of town, involved a lot of driving. So I didn't get a chance to play a lot. But for the brief time that we stopped to like have lunch and kind of turn on the game and, and, and play that about Val and I, uh, I bought the ticket and then caught the Pokemon, but I didn't start the research right away. So... Because I didn't start the research right away within the time frame, because it start it goes from ten to six. Uh, when we allotted Sunday, we spent all day uh, mm-hmm. playing Go Fest. Um, there were two researches for Saturday and for Sunday. I only got the Sunday uh, research proct. I did not get the oh, Saturday and the Sat. You know, well, you paid for it exactly. Uh, oh. And the Saturday research is special because that's how you get shaman. So I had to chat up with Niantic for a bit, and then I learned I was not the only one. So thankfully, and also, wasn't it the research like would lead to getting another event like later in the year? See, didn't you have to do like specific things to get those events unlocked for yourself? Like later, that, you, that's the season of Alola. If you did okay. the season of Alola research items, and that was mm-hmm. prior. That's that was just. Uh, filler because if okay. it, it allowed you to choose like which island and then uh, each island would be based around a specific uh, mechanic of the game as far as either um, getting distance catching or battling um, and then you yeah you ended up with uh, one of four Alolan Pokemon and then a special uh, avatar item that's it that and that's okay and you can you could either a buy your access to that or mm-hmm. b if you stayed on top of every special research and completed it prior to the release of the final for Season of Lola, you would get access to it for free. And so, like, mm. Val and I, for the most part, we stayed on top of it. So, yeah, we didn't have to drop any money. But if okay. you didn't and you wanted it, you had to spend five bucks, I think. Um, mm. No, the GoFest, uh, lots of Pokemon that haven't been in the game for a while, but more specifically, uh, two region Pokemon, uh, region-locked uh, Pokemon, uh, that being Tropius and Torkoal were only going to be available for the weekend. And being as that we're not going to travel internationally for some fucking time, right. uh, definitely was an opportunity to finish our decks. Um, so, yeah, and and I was really bummed out, too, because the ticket also guarantees you those Pokemon. I thought that was the only way you can get them. Turns out if you use an incense, uh, they would pop up. So I was able to get a one Torkoal popped up for me. And then I got like seven Tropius that I have a few saved for trading. Like, I didn't know if you got one. So um, I saved one for you. And then I think I saved one for uh, Ed and Ren. Ren is playing Pokemon mm-hmm. Go regularly again. So yep. Uh, yep. definitely saved one for her. Um, but yeah, I, I so Niantic uh, said, hey, we might not be able to get back to you. We're fucking swamped. Uh, they didn't get back to me until Monday evening. And then Tuesday morning, I got the proc for the uh, research. So now I have until August to complete it. Everybody does. Um, I chose the master route like an idiot, by the way. 
So I I'm did fi- the yeah, I, I did the more casual one for sure. Um, luckily, Grodon is unlocks, right. Yeah, but I want the sticker. I want to send you a gift, Andrew, and uh, I want you to see my smug ass Willow Gold sticker, and that you right. will not give a shit about. We also but... we also need to trade sometime because I need a lot of trading to get some of my things done. I don't yeah. really have people around here to play, so we'll have to do I, that sometime too. I think the the one thing about that, like the caveat, which if it is that if I'm correct, um, we'll have to work on that. I think you and I have to be best friends to trade remotely. Otherwise, we can only do physically in person. But I think you and okay. I are about to train. We're, we're yeah, we're we're in ultra friends from when I last checked. So gotcha. you're getting okay. up there. Um, yes, but yeah, no, I've got I got a lot of trade bait for you. So um, I, if anything, I'm gonna ask if you have a uh, a throw um, because I did miss the special day that that was only available. That's the Unova Pokemon. I've got Sock, which the, the North America is the only one that got the fucking lazy ass karate gi wearing, uh, fucking, uh, Marvel could consider potential like infringement, a rock dude. And then his skinnier blue counterpart is uh throw. And he was only available for a weekend. Um, okay, which one are you looking for? I just want to check real quick. Uh, T H R O H. He's wearing karate gi and he's all. Oh smart. yeah, yep. You I got, got one. Okay, yep. sweet. I did not catch that, so I okay. will absolutely hook you up with whatever you need. Uh, but I yes, also have to sir. check to see if I've got the stardust for it because I don't know how these motherfuckers that I always see have like hundreds of thousands of stardust. Mm-hmm. My daily average for stardust is six thousand, and it gets spent like that. Yeah, but. I've got I've got beefy hundos uh, that I constantly beef, and now oh, I'm nice. and now I'm past forty, so now I've got to worry about XL candy and then that, and it's just a nightmare. Yeah, that's a new thing. I am not really a fan of the XL stuff, but no. I, I don't really understand it either. So, but how is your <laughs> go fest aside from the fact, that, like you know, like mine, notwithstanding, mine was fine. I enjoyed. It. I just hated that because, like, hey, I'm I, really I got you a couple on. of raids with your help, you know, and that was kind of all I really needed to do was just experience some of that, you know, that content. So I thought it was fine. I don't think it was worth the price tag, but you know, maybe it leads to more stuff. Or I, I got some tasks I still need to finish. Um, yeah, it's fine. I, I mean, it is a game I still stay pretty consistent with. And but the thing is a lot of the requirements for the things now was like walking so many kilometers and like that wasn't happening for us for a long time. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm a little irked that like they make that requirement for a lot of their missions now. Cause some people I, it's maybe Niantic can't just wanting to around push. Like I, I, I feel like, yeah. Cause Niantic never wanted this to be a remote game. Like even then, like they changed the economy they, up but, a but bit they, with they, the raid. Passes. But they did it. Yeah. It was kind of like a necessity to do it that way. You know what I mean? Like they had to do that. And then once they did, I was like, oh, this is great. Now they want to like go back to doing like the requirements. I don't know. Yeah, I I like I hope they don't change the range up because they did that yeah. for a brief bit and that sucked. But I you know, my my biggest gripe, to be honest, is just the research tasks that involve me scanning a stop or area, and I'm like, No, I'm mm. not gonna do your fucking job for you. <laughs> like Oh, yeah, yeah. Dude. Like the scan's like we'll, we'll give you a poffin. Like yeah. I mean I guess, no. but <laughs> no, nope. I will because I want those. <laughs> I do. I want. Yeah, dude. Like that, that's what a lot of people don't like invest in doing the best friend thing. But like, it has right. some rewards. Like it does. Yeah. So I I'm working on my Latius at this point. I got a hundred Latius from the Giovanni. So, but 
Mm. I, having, dude, like having a, a perfect legendary is such a double-edged sword because holy oh, yeah. shit, raising one and getting like the candy that you need, especially when mm-hmm. they're not an active raid, nightmare. Total yeah. nightmare. Um, yep. Fucking job. Yeah, dude. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, you got to play that a little bit with me. That that's really mm-hmm. the only mobile game that I stay on top of. Good I tried, sure. I tried doing Pikmin Bloom, and I, I wasn't into it. And yeah. I and I love Pikmin, but, um, yeah, I, I think I might jump ship to uh, to Android soon because uh, Apple I is. I, I hate the interface, but if Apple's going to continually disrespect the investments that I've put into per like, mm-hmm. uh, like sixty one percent of the apps that I've purchased in the last ten years are unusable. Right. It it fucking sucks, dude. Like, yeah, it's not. It's it's crazy. <laughs> um, but yeah. Aside from that, that um, uh, Nintendo Switch Sports. I yeah, guess we can bridge. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, man. So what do, what you, do think? Oh, wow. Okay. Well, okay. Um, no, yeah, you, you first. Because I played primarily with my kids. I would jump in and play a little bit with them, but it was mostly my two kids playing the majority of it. With the exception of, and I said before, like I got this from the library, did not include the strap, so no soccer for us. Okay, um, so, so, so we're going to have to buy that maybe that? down the line. Yeah, so, go ahead. No, it can, we played soccer without a strap. We didn't need oh. it. Oh. It's, it, okay, cause, or, okay, so you should go back and check out soccer. Because there is an optional like mini game where you can just do the kicking, but Mm -hmm. that's it. You can actually, you primarily play soccer with your hands. It's stupid, but soccer is, it's just, it's, it's just, um, Rocket League with Waggle. Right, right. That's all it is. It's fun, but it's a little dis, like, uh, I, I I was like it was neat. The leg strap is honestly so superfluous. Like it it, it works though because I think we misplaced our leg strap for uh, ring fit. So I'm like, oh mm-hmm. here we got this one. Don't wash this one. We're gonna fuck it. Like you know, just spray it with from some Febreze and then we yeah, won't man, lose it. Good. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I well I, I would like to hear your impressions because like I mm-hmm. you know. I have mine, um, but the soccer thing, yeah, you you don't really need the leg strap unless you just want it. Like, did you fuck with the tutorial by chance? Well, yeah, or- yeah. So like, like, um, I think when we first got it checked out, yeah, we did that, and they do a tutorial for not 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 for soccer, no, but like the tutorials for each of the other games, yes. Okay, yeah, because mm. there's there's a kickoff mini game that's part of soccer that I think that the leg strap is primarily used for. That's it. Aside from that, like the main crux of it is, is very much with your hands and the the motion okay. of that, and uh, the only one that like really uses the sticks. In fact, the only one I think that uses the sticks because oh, like you're actively interesting. Yeah, it, it's just Rocket League. You're moving around. 
Uh, you're controlling the camera with the right a Joy-Con stick and moving with the left. And then all of your movement, all your kicks and strikes are all done via motion with whichever oh. uh, orientation you choose. Like, I'm right-handed, so my right foot. Um, and it was fine. Like, Yeah, it, but it, was, it seems it, like it's kind of like that's not soccer, though. I mean, well, no, it, it's one-on-one soccer. Like, it is, it's Rocket League. Like, you're yeah. on a field, oh, you move around. I get it. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. It, Isn't it, it crazy it, that, like, Rocket League, like, changed the dynamic of soccer to where, like, oh, it's like Rocket League soccer. Yeah, <laughs> that's a th- exactly. That's a thing. Yeah, that's weird. Okay. Um, so, I, I had fun with it. It was just, I was curious, like, when I saw that mm-hmm. included, I'm like, how is this going to work? Because, like, right. especially with how, like, autonomous um or i should say apologies the lack of autonomy with literally right. all of the other games that is the yes. most autonomous but in a like a weird disorienting way yeah um, like a weird way to actually accomplish it yes but um yeah like they uh my girls loved playing so they didn't like playing against each other they have this thing where they get really like riled up when they're competing against each other you know i mean you're not fair you're cheating mm-hmm. like they're at the age they're they're seven and five so like they they don't play nicely when it's a competitive aspect. So them okay. playing cooperatively, doing stuff like uh, volleyball was... Now, I'll say, all these games, in my opinion, from what I played of them, not very intuitive. Like you said, like, not... Like, not it doesn't first. take full... It doesn't take full control of the controls. Like, you're basically just, like, sw- swinging it around, and yep. it'll do something. Yes. I mean, there's a little bit of a finesse to it, especially, like, with, like, the jousting one. There's some finesse to how you hold the nun, the the Joy-Con and how you swing it, mm-hmm. um, but like for the girls, it was great because they would still accomplish stuff. You know, it just depends on if they're if they're playing volleyball and they get like a good serve or a good spike, as opposed to like you know bouncing it up in the air. But they still would probably hit it almost every single time if they just did something. So that was great for them. Same with bowling. Like you throw it down the aisle, it'll hit something. If you know how to aim and angle and finesse, like you you'll get more. You know consistent results uh but it felt very good for their age to like just play and accomplish something so i really appreciate that and like that was just a hit here we tried to play a lot of other games um i briefly put in my list of games i didn't mention it we've been playing overcooked uh, as like a family mm-hmm. and that's kind of terrible because that game is very like time sensitive and objective sensitive yes. and they get very frustrated <laughs> when they play that game so to get a party game with all of us to play where it's not like super like stressful uh, like pretty much the only thing we can do. So, so I really appreciate Nintendo Sports because I don't think it's like the best version of that kind of game they've done, but I think it's the most approachable, for sure. Yeah, I, I would, I would absolutely agree. So, if mm-hmm. curiously, like, did you guys set up yes. like a team dynamic, uh, where it'd be you and Court versus the girls, just so that way they no, can work together? No, because we just had the Switch and the two Joy Cons, so Got it you. was you know like like they the girls would play on a team. I would sub in if one wanted to take a break or was getting frustrated. I'd sub in. Okay. Um, you know, there were some games where, like, I would play the jousting one with my oldest because my youngest didn't really understand how to, like, hold it in a certain way to block. Um, uh, but th- but there were games that she could play, like the, the bowling and the and the tennis and the volleyball she could do because just swing at it. When you see it, swing. <laughs> you know, yeah. that's all you had to do. So uh, so that worked out pretty well. Um. So it's weird that you rented it, but, like, mm-hmm. that – So. I really like Nintendo Switch Sports, but mm-hmm. uh, you, what you said really resonates. Uh, right. In terms of like this type of venture, which Nintendo has absolutely done, especially in the Wii, 
this is not their best effort by a long shot. Like we right, sports resorts, right. like is still got the claim to fame on that. Um, I agree. It is if not a, for anything else for basketball alone. Yeah. Basketball was mm, so good. It It is a weird $50 tech demo. That, yeah. That, um, but the other weird thing, the other weird thing for me was playing online. Yeah. We didn't did get you to do a lot of that. online. No, uh, we, we was... did. We did online. We did online briefly with bowling, and I was like, "Oh, here are the fucking. Here, here's the elite right here. Like these are the pros." Um, on- online's a different beast entirely, but it's kind of cool. Mean, it's still there. I might. Well, we still need to renew our online um mm-hmm. plan, which I honestly should do tonight. Now that I think about it, um, they had a deal. I think they had a deal for like a year of the family membership and like a hundred twenty-eight gig memory card for like thirty-five bucks. Yeah, I I I, fact, I, just, I just saw that like two days ago. So maybe fuck, it's still man. Yeah, I, I okay. Thank you. Yeah, I'll I'll have yeah. to look into that because I remember okay. that being uh, advertised too. Um, mm-hmm. which was okay. So we're a two switch household. Like you know, You're right. Val and I have our own switches. Um, so it was really neat. Uh, she got to import her uh profile and everything from her console over to mine. So now her profile in its. It was duplicated, and it was hilarious too. Because as we got it going, then my switch is like, "Hey, Val's online. She's playing this game." I'm like, "I know. She's playing it on the same console. It's weird that you're telling me this." Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we got that sorted, and we're like the choice between the new uh, art style and the humanoids. Which I and I noticed that you like had the opportunity to earn more apparel and, and features, yes. but and you I don't know. It, I think it's the online. Yeah. I think okay. online you get coins so the, or something. All right. So that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Cause I didn't see an opportunity, but no, it was just Val and I playing locally with uh, just my set of joy cons. We didn't have to really bring hers into effect. We, she tapped out when we got to Shambara, the, the sword jousting, which to be honest, like it is, that's probably my least favorite of all of them. Like it's it it is very much eh, like it it is not as intuitive for the response and the angling. Like there's a lot of times where I feel like the positioning and the trajectory should absolutely make contact, but like it, it's gonna be like oh it's at this angle, so because they blocked in this angle, it's a block. And I'm like bro, like it I don't know. I but to be honest, like that was my experience playing with a computer. Mm-hmm. I I would have preferred boxing. Like boxing would have been fine to come back. Um, bowling was a big hit. Uh, yeah, that was fun. Because well, we bowling's always been like, uh, you know, ever since we sports. Um, it's been the standard. Yeah, you have to have it, or else like, why bother? Right. Mm-hmm. It's not as intuitive though. No. I, and I don't, no. like putting the spin on a ball. Um, is a little bit more difficult. But once we got like some of the nuance of it, it was fine. Uh, badminton. Uh, we really got into badminton and um, volleyball. Volleyball, to be honest. Volleyball was really fun. I know it's simple, but I really enjoyed it. Well, so rough start just because the tutorial doesn't like the tutorial will still grade your performance, but doesn't necessarily like communicate very well whether or not you're meeting uh, whatever standard it has set for you to like mm-hmm. b- for it to accept that you've got the mechanics down. But mm-hmm. once you get it going and you play a few games, oh no, it was so fucking dope. And oh, e- dude, even we were, local co-op. Yeah, that's what we were doing. We were like jumping in, trying to block their shots, you know, getting under it to get a good, like you got to get the trifecta. You get like the good shot, good shot and spike for the gold. Yep. Oh, dude. Yep. Yeah. The girls it loved was, it and they knew it and they were so like, it was such a, like the way they communicate that in game, 
like they could even tell like oh we're doing good keep it up you know keep it going like it's yes. very encouraging yeah yeah i yeah we really like we we got a few in fact uh we woke up this morning feeling old and like pieces of shit and like your right arm hurts yeah my right arm hurts too yeah Fucking man volleyball yeah. yeah man um but yeah no volleyball was volleyball was definitely the standout i would say um but badminton i really liked badminton i think only because a lot of the uh I, the criticism with tennis is like how frenetic it is. It's too fast, especially if you get a doubles game going. But like mm-hmm. being able to take that same game, like I know people might be like, that's so fucking redundant. Why include badminton in a game that also has tennis? Sometimes you don't want to go ham, dude. Like, and if you want like tennis, but you want a chill, more methodic way mm-hmm. to play it, I, I cannot stress that badminton was well, and absolutely... badminton gives you the ability to use like the controls on the Joy-Con right to like give yourself like different shots, like to kind of like, like 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 poke it up in the air or like do different things, right? No, I no, it's it's still very it's like tennis where it's the angling uh-huh. of of how you uh, hold the Joy-Con to determine right. whether or okay. not you're back. Yeah, it's, it's I, honest... but I felt I, I felt like it did that more in badminton than it did in tennis. Like I felt like I did that in tennis or tried it didn't I, like give much of a result. I, I think it's just the, that's where I'm. I, I think it's honestly a lot of it has to do with the pace because mm-hmm. like tennis mm-hmm. is so fast versus where badminton. I mean. Badminton, you really it, it involves like the the preparation of volleyball where you mm-hmm. have to get a, a certain lob. The my biggest complaint, my biggest mm-hmm. fucking complaint, and maybe I maybe didn't understand, and maybe that explains why I don't remember or recall. But um, and I was gonna look into it. Uh, I don't know why, but my character kept tripping and falling over on himself. Oh really? And any t- yes, and every I time he tripped that. and fell. Yes, I kept tripping and falling down on the court, and it would always be when, like, I did a, like, a, not even a dive, just when I did a backhand or something, um, mm-hmm. and then every time I did, Val had the opportunity to spike it, and I was still, like, collecting myself off of the floor. Yeah, she never tripped. Double bounce or something, right? Yeah. Oh, it doesn't even need to double bounce. It just needs to hit oh, the floor just... once. That yeah, That's yeah. for, um, I, I'm still talking badminton. Yeah, oh, tennis. Oh, badminton, sorry, yeah. Yeah, tennis, I, I didn't trip and fall at all. But Batman, so I was just Batman. Yeah, it was just bad. Yeah, fucking huh. totally bizarre. And like, I was gonna look into it more, but like, it was fine. But yeah, fifty bucks, little steep. I would be like, I, it's not as steep as God. What was the launch title for the Switch? The one two. Yeah, one two switch or something like that. Yeah, dude, that I st- the, the fucking the bravery. Um. Do you know I, they they just had a report come out yesterday that they have a sequel to that, but they don't know what to do with it, so that's why they haven't released it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not kidding, man. I just saw that le- yesterday. Yeah, I, I they have a, they have a full on sequel, but they said the the feedback and the response to the first one was so negative, or at least like lackluster. They're like, we got a sequel, we just don't know what to do with it. Like Nintendo doesn't know internally what to do. Kind of wild. Uh, but anyway, um, yeah. Yeah, I, I enjoyed my. I'm happy to hear that like it's a hit in your house. It's it's yeah, a hit yeah, in man. ours too. Um, yeah, yeah. I just I think what it is like if if this was like a follow up to Wii Sports, fuck yeah, but it's not. No. It's a follow up to Wii Sports Resort. It's a follow up to Wii Play. It's a follow up to quite a few of these. But if, so, if they if they do like include like additional content maybe down the line, like so that's what they're sports? planning. Yes, are they that's, good? Good. Okay, that'd be cool. That they, yeah, because. Even there are other people I'm like we're buying fifty dollars into six games that like, but apparently Nintendo's planning. Uh, but like, 
that goes with the caveat of whether or not you're a Switch Online player, uh, mm. where you would get additional access or if you get it at a discounted cost or whatnot. So again, it's just a matter yeah. yeah. Uh, there's more to it. Like apparently, like um, I don't remember who was saying or or if it was the store that like you can't do tennis online. Tennis is only local. Okay. Like some shit. Like yeah, it's yeah, it, it it's definitely a, a a games as a service type deal at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but and also, yeah, I think uh, and, and rarely a Nintendo game goes on sale. But I saw it down for forty, like last week for a little bit. So oh, okay, I yeah, it, I bought it, it at fifty. Yeah. Yeah, it might do some price drops if it doesn't really set the world on fire. But I think it. I, I've enjoyed my time with it. I would say fifty is a little steep, but uh, I would say forty is a good price point at least for it. Good deal. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess if you don't mind, we'll jump into mine real quick. Yes, so please. We can... Yeah. <laughs> right, yes, sir. Dude. I, I, I'm looking forward to it. No, no, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> So I'll I'll be brief, um, mm-hmm. just because like a lot of my shit is niche. Uh, aside from like that was one of the two big games I played. Yeah. Um, so a game that did drop uh, an Atari VCS that I have had a hell of a time with. It is also on Steam, I believe. I would hope so. So you can pick this up. It's five bucks. I okay. recommend it. It's called okay. Donut Dodo, and it is uh. The biggest love letter to 80s action arcade games, primarily oh. Donkey Kong. But oh. so imagine like just a melting pot of like here, a more apropos comparison. The way Shovel Knight is to 8-bit and 16-bit platformers, Donut Dodo is to like 80s coin-op action arcade titles. So uh, very much bits of Donkey like Donkey Kong being the primary influence, but also uh, Pac-Man and burger time and essentially any like pepper oh. ladybug so the level structure is mainly like it's got vibes of uh donkey kong but it's all yeah. um but it has a wrap around so like pac-man uh going off screen to the left will bring you off screen to the right which certain levels require that navigation but the premise is that you're a chef who's had all of his donuts taken by an abnormally large dodo known as the donut dodo who's a dick and or he all just my donuts. yeah he just shits or barfs fireballs at you um and then there are other monsters in his employ like rats and then a mutant toilet snake named stinky um okay. like it's got like that bizarre like premise of like you know what what can happen and then um, the burger time influence is that each level has a series of donuts, little donuts that you need to collect. When you collect all the donuts, you can then get the big donut at the end that's guarded by Donut Dodo himself, who's not only guarding it, but running around. You cannot attack in this game. 
whatsoever. All you can oh. do is jump over in a void. Some enemies cannot be jumped over, primarily Stinky. If you see Stinky, just avoid and run. And you're going to have... Stinky has a very interesting AI where he chases you, but through uh, an almost parallel AI loop of taking the same path that you take. So a lot of the levels are ingeniously designed. Like the very first level, the Funhouse level. Uh, the second story is just basic platforming with pitfalls, which he can also jump. He can do anything you can do. Um, but you can navigate, he, you move faster than him. So you can get him jumping while looping around him through, uh, ladders. There's a lot of ladder climbing. The ladder climbing is almost instant. So it's not like Donkey Kong where like you hear Mario go, you zip up and down ladders. So you can use that to your advantage. And in fact, it makes a lot of the, the speed running strats of the game really awesome. This game has, so there are two games in in my my personal opinion that have the best soundtracks. Uh, I'll make that three, but the two that I want to mention right now, uh, Tunic, which we've already yeah, lauded sir. a lot, like the best soundtrack period in the last like five years. But this year, mm -hmm. Dead Ringer, like it needs to win something for its soundtrack. Mm -hmm. The second best soundtrack, this fucking game, okay. insane, like the wow. the absolute like. I, I cannot tell you how amazing the composition is. Like, uh, the second level, especially the construction level, like, huge Konami vibes, mainly off of Ninja Turtles. Like, that's the biggest vibe I get. I, I cannot stress alone how amazing the soundtrack is. But every level is ingeniously designed. Like, the, um, fourth level is very Donkey Kong Jr. esque, where they introduce ropes and they behave just like that of Donkey Kong Jr. Um, the big mechanic that makes it even fun, like, in my opinion, way funner, which I try to do um, if I can, just because, like, all you can do is uh, score chase in this game, is that mm -hmm. when you get a donut, you, you have freedom to get the donuts in any order that you like. However, once you get the first donut, the next donut that you can't get out of all of the remaining donuts spread out through the level, one will flash. And if you get the flashing one, you get a combo going where if you continually chain uh, your um, the chain of order of obtaining the donuts in the flashing order, you triple your score as opposed to just getting them out in any order. So that makes a game even a little bit more challenging too because instead of just getting the donuts that are immediately in your path, you're now plotting a course for whichever donuts randomly generate as the next flashing donuts. So there's a lot of RNG but it makes the levels funner. And then you got to plot that, like, I can finish the level way quicker and then get a time bonus, but I'm missing out on three times the amount of score uh, within the level just by getting, you know, uh, getting a combo going with the flashing donuts. And then if you get a combo going enough, you generate a random piece of fruit a la Pac-Man. Mm -hmm. It will only generate once in the level, and it's only there a limited time. It's always in the same spot in the level, so if you keep an eye out for it, you can get it. And mm -hmm. if you do get that fruit, you then move on to the next fruit that's worth more. But if you miss the fruit from the previous level, then it, it that you're going to be stuck on that same fruit, which will then generate in the next level. There are a total of five levels uh, before it starts looping. But in terms of like the just the overall premise and and what it sets out to achieve, it is one of the best arcade. Like it it, it is perfect 
for the Atari VCS. Uh, yeah, for sure. And it's getting like amazing reviews on Steam. I actually looked up the store page. Um, it's like everyone's like, this is like a good combination of retro arcade games. It's a cool throwback. Like the price point's just right. Yeah, yeah I get, please Looks purchase dope. this. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I was absolutely. happy that it came out. Like uh, Atari VCS finally rolled out a friend system. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, within that community. And like, I'll tell you, it's a fervent community. Like it. It's not like the Ouya community where, like, it was all guff. Like, these motherfuckers really, like, some of them just buy games on principle just to support it. Like, there, yeah, there are sure. a few titles I would not buy for the VCS. But, um, yeah, this, this has definitely taken over the platform by storm. Um, mm-hmm. and the, it's just one dude. Um, and he was really stoked on how well Atari's been working with him. And he's already saying, like, hey, depending on the success of the game, um, I might do an expansion and include more um, levels. My my biggest thing, I and I, I don't know if that would really disrupt the flow of the game, uh, I would just like the ability to temporarily stun enemies because there are times where, like, the RNG can really fuck you and it totally ruins a run. But right. um, absolutely. God damn, I fucking love Donut Dodo. Like, that is That's one awesome, of my... Man favorite goddamn games this year and it, and it, like I, I was already like looking forward to it but it really really took me by surprise um mm-hmm. so that is that is a must get that's like it, easily it one on of my top on 10. steam right now until i think on it's, it's a five dollar game and it's four dollars it's even on sale right now on steam this is wild for four dollars four dollars yep yeah D- fuck it four dollars get it please. gotta get it go please yeah um so, uh, next game, uh, Trek yeah. to Yomi, which yes. uh, is so hot and cold on this game. Um, I played it briefly. I, I appreciate the aesthetic of what they're trying to accomplish, but not much else. Um, Okay, so, and it's really weird, and a, a lot of people that sing the praises of this and, like, so, uh, the way it handles it. So, it's a... Th- it, it's a 3D fixed perspective game like of that of like Anamusha is a, like the mm-hmm. best analog I can think of when you're in the exploration aspect of it of navigating levels and everything kind of has like a like almost a 2.5D aspect and where if you explore or bump against enough nooks and crannies you can right. um find like various upgrades or secret items mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I I appreciate that the combat, which is the main, like, meat and potatoes of the game. So somebody was praising, like, the way the game handles itself because it fis- it fixes you into a forced 2D perspective, like a 2D fighter. Mm. And you can either... Th- there is one thing that I think they do that's novel to it. Um, but because of that and the fact that you have to navigate left or right for uh, just tactical maneuvering, um, there is a turnaround button. And that people are like, I think that's a really neat idea. You know what fucking game did that years ago? Mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat Mythology Sub Zero, mm-hmm. and I can't, mm-hmm. I can't even name on all of the appendages and and whatnot that hang off of my fucking like stupid hipster body. Um, how many people like just shat on that entire concept and yet here but now but now but now it looks like a kurosaka film so (laughs) now we love it yeah it's a kurosawa like joint so fuck it why not Um, so so, so now we love it um but yeah this is 
and and the developers Flying Hog like they've done a lot of cool stuff with Devolver before. I think this mm-hmm. game is a little rougher on the edges, like in in terms. Isn't of, there a fighting game with swords that like is way better than this? What what's that one? Do you remember like PS One era? Uh, Bushido Blade is what is that... really and and it's got Bushido Blade vibes too because. Yeah. Um, a lot of the, uh, as far as landing strikes on your enemies, mm-hmm. it only takes two cuts for most yes. enemies. Yes. Like, yes. and then you, you put them down. My issue is that some enemies, like, have a completely different cadence and defensive capability, mainly the shitty armored ones, where, mm-hmm. like, they, they don't even get stunned. You land a strike, and you have to land multiple strikes on them. And they'll immediately, like, just do a repost that fucking takes, uh, and, and it'll be a strong, cause there's, there's the normal strikes and then the strong strikes. And the strong strikes can take anywhere from, uh, two to three points of damage, like, as far as a respective uh, hit point system in that game for both you or your enemy. Um, and enemies can also do strong strikes, which, uh, I mean, they'll take, again, two to three. However, your enemies have little to no wind-up on their strong strikes, and they can, like, just flash out like that. Your right. character, however... Oh, huge uh, tell. Yeah, huge tell, and, like, yeah. the AI, even on normal difficulty, like, if you telegraph a strong strike, unless you catch it just right to where uh, an enemy can't evade backwards, like, mm-hmm. I, I like to catch, like, uh, opponents that are just running up on me because they can't stop in time, they run right into the slice. Um... Yeah, and then there there are some like uh, like exploits I've discovered. Like if you do the uh, downward um, like windmill combo, like the where you do like a figure eight with your katana, uh, mm-hmm. it 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 has like a weird effect where it can reach most hitboxes on your um, on your enemy, almost guaranteed. So like even just doing the basic strike. But even when they introduce like some of the more advanced combos that incorporate the strong strike, there's too much of a windup. So even if you mm-hmm. land the first strike, your enemy isn't stunted enough to where like they will be open for the next successive strike. They'll just eat the blow and then attack you and interrupt your combo. So like it's it's I don't know it's very I I would say clumsy. Like and and like I don't know if they like were doing so for like this Dark Souls vibe, which I you can kind like, but again. It doesn't have that vibe because there's no real experience. Like, you can learn secret combos and then get, like, upgrade items for your health or your stamina. But, like, that's it. You, there's, like, no way to, like, collect experience or, like, I don't know. I, I think, like, aesthetically and, and just right. in terms of, like, yeah, it's it's a neat game. Um, I am... It's definitely a perfect Games Pass game, like, and I, and I right, mean that as a compliment. Right. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I, I have certain, I don't want to say reservations, but like, I, I really, and it, like, I hate that, like, a lot of the people that like really should be more transparent about it are, are instead very, like, all the subterfuge involved. Mm-hmm. But like, after hearing like, uh. Lauren Lanning of uh, Oddworld just basically say that uh, PlayStation Plus fucking absolutely fucked them on Oddworld, like the newest mm-hmm. Oddworld, mm-hmm. which I loved. Like, it's still one of my favorite games uh, from last year. I, I, I don't know. I don't know exactly 
how that uh, would have fucked Soulstorm to the point where it wasn't a commercial. I mean, it could also be him finding an excuse because if we're all honest with each other, there is yet to be a significantly successful commercial-wise Oddworld title. Not, but probably there's since... not really a huge market for that game. Like the people that know know and, and probably loved it, but like it's not a mass like appeal for like the general. You know, what I mean, like someone sees that game, they're like, "Oh, what this is." Yeah, I, I, but I think Plus at least gave them the opportunity to try it and maybe like be invested in it more than the, they would actually go and see it on a shelf and be like, I'm not buying that one. That is. Yeah. At least it so, gave it a chance, a, a better opportunity for exposure, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. Right. Um, mm. But yeah, Trek to Yomi was, it was A-OK. Yeah. Um, it looks cool. <laughs> so. Uh, I definitely give it that. I, I will. Uh, try to vaguely touch on um, mm. two other games. I mean, as quickly as I can. Um, mm-hmm. I- I've been on a fucking Tempest kick, like hard Tempest kick. Yeah. Um, so this kind of started when I saw that Atari Age, which they specialize in a lot of um, homebrew releases and a lot of, and, and even then, some of these are legit, like the one I'm about to talk about, uh, where, because the thing about Atari unlike Nintendo, is that there's Atari hardware and then Atari games. And, like, Mm -hmm. the uh, entity that we know of as Atari as of right now is mostly um, a lot of their hardware and a select uh, contingent of their games. So prior to the existence of the VCS, a lot of those were uh, essentially up for grabs as uh, available to publish and and, uh, work upon. Um like independent of uh, Atari, the main brand, which was even within itself of like a subsidiary and a smaller part of other like big uh, corps. And I, and I covered this in detail with my VCS review. Um, so a lot of uh, different titles that maybe didn't see the light of day or even like independent stuff or whatnot, like the homebrew scene for Atari hardware is uh, like some of the most fervent shit ever, especially for mm-hmm. the Jag. Um, but, one of the cool stories is uh, Tempest, the original arcade port, uh, did have a prototype that uh, was slated for release on the 5200. However, the 5200 uh, did not meet the expectations of Atari before they decided that uh, with Nintendo uh, and to that effect Sega uh, joining in and, the, and them picking up Steam, that if they're going to join like the... 8-bit market that they needed to step it up and they just put efforts onto the 7800 instead. So there's a lot of uh, uh, unfinished prototypes for the Atari 5200. One of them was uh, Tempest. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, one of the original programmers uh, of the game, Keithan Hyanaga, with that code still floating out and wanting to finish it, he took that code, polished it, and finished it. So it's now a finished game for sale on Atari Age. Uh, one of the cool things about it is that it's fully compatible with the trackball controller, which is mm. one of the best trackball controllers out there. Um, yeah. It's the definitive way, in my opinion, to uh, play Centipede, uh, like really play Centipede, like it was mm-hmm. meant to be played from the arcade. So uh, I was... Because this is the closest thing you're going to get to a, a rotary-type interface. It plays really fucking good. Um, it like all of the uh, conventions and dynamics of the Tempest Arcade 
or even just Tempest in general, but original Tempest prior to like all of the enhancements of 2000 and upwards, or if you want just original bare bones, hardcore Tempest, um, it is all there and it fucking plays beautifully with a trackball. Like if you can get a working trackball controller, which they actually hold up much better than the stock controllers. Uh, and you still have a 5200 kicking around besides myself or Sean. Um, like I, I was telling, because Sean is the biggest 5200 enthusiast I know at this moment. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is a must own. It is so, mm-hmm. it is so fun to play. Uh, but then that got me going, uh, and I got a new rotary controller for the Tempest 2000 on the Jaguar. And god damn it. And it's, uh, the refined design through, uh, Nicholas Persian. Who originally, because like that one's also a bit of a, a funniness. Um, Atari originally had plans for a, a rotary optional controller because they were really big, like, and Tempest is still considered one of the top five best games for the platform. Um, but because of cost and the rush to market, uh, they buried the feature in there. It's accessible with a secret code. Uh, so taking the code that's already in the game and working with the existing controller, uh, he was able to perfect a roto controller and it works beautifully. It's still my favorite Tempest game to play. Um, the only one I'm missing and I key, I, I, I won't do it. I just, I won't do it. And you Price need to tell much. me, Andrew, not to do yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do is, uh, the exclusive Tempest 3000 only available and released on the Nuon. Do you remember the Nuon, Andrew? No, I have no idea what that is. It is a, DVD player that is also a video game console that had such hits as mm-hmm. Free Fall 4000, Tempest 3000, Merlin Racing, and the new Tetris. And there are like it. nine games released for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, the controller, like, it was basically like they tried the 3DO approach. So you can get like a Toshiba DVD player that's also a Nuon, or you can get like a Panasonic. Um, and it would be a DVD player, but it's also the Nuon console and it works using the same media. Uh, the controllers were sold separately and made by different, like Logitech has a Nuon controller, uh, Mad Cats had one. Um, they are the Yo. rarest and the most expensive fucking things. Yo. Did you, this what? Thing. Just looking at these pictures, man. <laughs> wow. Yeah, dude. I, I cannot justify getting one for Tempest 3000. However, and another thing is it didn't have code uh, rolled into uh, the game like the other games do. However, the same dude who did the Jaguar rotary controller is just like, I have perfected a rotary controller or will be perfecting one that works around it. And most Tempest diehards swear this is the best Tempest game. It's even better than Tempest 4000, which I really like. Um, is that the VCS one? Yes. I mean, it's on okay. every console. But Mm -hmm. it has exclusive features in the VCS, most notably the rotary control with the joystick. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, So I don't I don't know if I like it that much to justify having this fucking thing. Um, But I mean, DVD Uh, player. Hey, if you're like these guys on Reddit, you can just find one at Goodwill, maybe. Well, no, no, no. (laughs) So the console is dirt cheap. I can get the console and the console and and, yeah, and it's component out Uh. so I can get RGB. It's the control and the games. Mm. The games are mm. a couple hundo each. Get fucking Tetris alone is 800 bucks for this fucking thing. Oof. The only Oof. two games that are like affordable is Ballistic, 
which I think plays like that weird like mobile game that's like kind of like Peggle, but not like it's fucking weird. And then Freefall, which is even more like a hundred bucks. And Freefall is basically like a crude ass temple run, but you're just falling in the air. You pick up this Iron I, Soldier three. That's why I'm oh, going so, for. Okay, <laughs> Iron Soldier three, dope as fuck. Okay, on the PlayStation, you can get it uh, yeah. really cheap. I, on the I'm PlayStation. not gonna lie though, this Merlin Racing looks kind of tight. Yeah, that Diddy Kong Racing clone. Gotta yeah, have man. it. Doom's on there, of course. Doom's on there. Why wouldn't it be? Yeah. Um, That's fucking. Crazy. I didn't know this thing even existed. That's wild. Yeah, it is. And and finally, I'll be very brief with this. Uh, with the 3ds taking away the payment um option, I bought a lot of 3ds mm. titles. Uh, I got Crimson Shroud. Uh, very like I. Of all the really talky, heavy-handed JRPGs that are really talky, mm-hmm. the writing is so elegant in this game. Like, it's got a big Ernest Hemingway vibe of, like, just... Because it's... And, it, and it's weird, too. Because the way it's written, it's written like a text adventure, almost. And, like, how much detail is gone... Uh, or, uh, sorry, has been put into uh, just describing, like, the tension or the environment or... Or just a character in their position. Um, and it's done like over stills. Um, but then when you get to the, uh, the game mechanic of it and, and just like the dice rolling and whatnot, very, definitely a great game for the platform. I am surprised that level five hasn't considered putting it on, uh, the Switch. Mm-hmm. They could honestly just do a level five compilation because I, I grabbed all those. I grabbed that, uh, Liberation Maiden. And then Attack of the Friday Night Monsters, uh, which is another text game. Uh, the only, like, the most action-based game of those is Liberation Maiden, which is kind of like a weird uh, take on a, like, not, like an arena shooter, rail shooter. Like, it, it's very much Star Fox all range mode, um, but way more frenetic, uh, super weeaboo. Um, I also grabbed uh, Kirby's Birthday Blowout, which weirdly has, like, a a somewhat 3d aspect to it, like prior to like what we've seen here with forgotten land. Um, but it's like a very like mobile format. Like there's no power consumption. It's just you getting through the stages and doing so in a way that, um, just earns score and it's a time attack. So it's, it very much feels like a, like pre Nintendo mobile app, um, game. So I, I really got I, into it those. It reminds me of like those like iPod touch games. For some yes. reason, uh, yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah, but with but like with the luxury of like a, a, a traditional controller interface with buttons sure, sure. And, and shit. Um, so yeah, no, been really just digging in, it. and then and that's basically it. Um, mm-hmm. I I've uh, it's just this, other than that, it's been catch up on like Kirby in the Forgotten Land. Uh, that game is way bigger it's it's like star allies where you think you've reached the end and then like a whole new depth yeah. just opens up it's very deceptive with like uh its depth but um that was another game i got from the library and i looked at my completion rate after playing it for a while and i was like i don't know 12 percent done i was like oh jesus <laughs> like this, this oh, game is a big boy it's huge it's a big boy it's a huge boy yeah, but yeah. it's really fucking good um yeah man i enjoyed it i like i would say like the level design is some of them like not since like the likes of uh, Crystal Shards or even Return to Dreamland I, on the Wii. Yeah, I loved the trying to complete objectives and you didn't know what they were. 
and you kind of stumble upon them through the mm-hmm. levels. I thought that was really cool, and I liked that a lot. It made me search around way more than I would normally do, which I'm OCD about that anyways. Yes. Uh, but definitely, like, was very dominant in this game for sure. Well, even then, like, and again, again the design and the environmental flourishes that, like, mm-hmm. you can – there is, like, somewhat of a telegraph that can, like, right. give you an impression that, like, the, this is not what it seems to be. And, like, that – tunic it, where it's, like, you just have to, like, know. You're, like, oh, my – Oh, dude hold a down here okay yeah just, just, yeah. just hug every <laughs> hug every fucking right. nook and cranny and then oh yeah. what's this secret secret look at this tunnel you didn't know it was there did you idiot and then yeah exactly <laughs> oh wait do you want to know more about it here's some squiggly lines fucking go yeah. on reddit look at the <laughs> like, picture dude i i've stayed away from the internet and it's been very tempting to try to finish nope. some of these objectives in that game nope, but i won't just, do it nope did you well I mean, that's on you. I wish I had your yeah. time and patience. <laughs> like, I, I don't have either, so you're probably right. I should probably just bite the bullet. Um, but yeah. yeah, man, that that's mm-hmm. it. That's just me. Um, I've just been rediscovering my, my 3DS, um, yeah, man. which obviously, uh, in all honesty, did not get the uh, love for me. Funny enough, another game that I bought um, that I was excited to play, because it has it has like somewhat of a cult following on... Mm-hmm. Um, on just from 3ds fans is uh gogo cocopolo 3d which is basically like a really weird and frenetic take on pac-man um fucking apparently limited run is doing a physical release of it and like and they keep saying they can't do 3ds games but uh i guess after andrew dunes 2 um got one which everybody was just like whoa what the fuck um, I'm wait. I'm still waiting for um. Ed's imp- I didn't even realize that fucking game has a Switch uh, port. So I'm like, oh, because I'm like trying to get it on 3ds. You know, oh, here's an mm-hmm. excuse to whip out my 3ds. No, on the Switch, fuck it. No, <laughs> I'll get it on the Switch. Um, but yeah, apparently that is gonna be the real last physical 3ds game. Hmm. Uh, that one and fucking uh, Fragrant Story, which. Holy shit. Just the, oh. the amount of money that that game is being asked for, and yet you can get it for five bucks, and it's not, it's just not worth the money uh, for the nope. physical copy of it. Like, that I is. I vaguely all- remember that game. I vaguely remember that game, and I don't remember it being like, yeah, if it was 3DS stuff, I'd be more interested it, in, like, the Atlas stuff, honestly. It's, yeah, exactly. It, it, like, Fragrant Story is a really neat, like, what if Earthbound did Final Fantasy Tactics? That is my, like, and, and that's neat. But, like, you kind of need to do more with that. Like, a big part of the mm-hmm. charm of that is a compelling cast of characters and world, which I do not think that game offers. Um, but, yeah, that's essentially it. I, uh, mm-hmm. like, other than that, I got my 20L5, my L5 properly set up. So I've been fucking mm-hmm. around with a lot of that, primarily uh, with the Switch and the uh, 360. Um, I got my uh, Amiga CD32 calibrated along with uh, I have plans for getting a PAL PlayStation 2 um, just for that as well specifically just because that's another can of worms that John Linneman may have fucking poisoned my mind into getting. Um, but yeah, that that's essentially it. Um, too, too much good stuff to play. You know, there's yeah. another thing of news. Um, it, uh, we'll talk about it later, but uh, on the next episode we should talk about the Mega Drive 2 that got announced. Oh um, sure, yeah. The 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 classic, we should say. Probably um, but that yeah. and some some uh, summer game fest stuff. I'm sure we'll probably be discussing. Absolutely, but aside from yeah. that, yeah, that's that. It would be it for what's in my console. And thank you. And yeah, this man, I, I, I wonder if there's like a, 
a, some sort of user mod for a backlight on the on the Playdate. Because if there was one, oh, and if it was man. reasonable, I would I I would jump on it. Yeah, the reseller for that right now is kind of insane. So I would just like I said, mileage may vary. Just get it if you think you'll really get a lot out of it. Otherwise, I'd save it for something else. Good deal. Yeah. Episode end. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, if you like what you listen to here with Press Pause Radio episode 142, you can absolutely give us a looky-loo on nearly every major podcasting platform. And um, honestly, I think we're available in over 66 directories. Uh, Most prominently, we're available on Apple, Spotify, Scatter Radio, um, and several other um, RSS um, Won't be on Facebook here much longer. They got rid of podcasts on Facebook. I'm sure everyone's crushed. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Fuck, sorry dude. about that yeah uh, we i think we did well not to jump on uh that sinking ship um mm-hmm. still a project to kind of get the backlog and everything going forward uh to be readily uh, available for youtube especially getting to um getting it to be compatible with youtube music uh as well so this is a project that uh is still currently underway um to get that sorted um yeah, you can find us on all those platforms. Speaking of YouTube, you can also find us at youtube.com uh, forward slash the PPR broadcast where you can find a lot of our play plays, uh, recordings of our uh, limelight streams, or any of our other past coverage and other video projects and endeavors, which we still have uh, plenty in the pipe. And it's just a matter of uh, reviewing and allocating various resources for uh, production to go ahead and um, look into and just refine. Uh, and get that sorted. Uh, and then we're also still publishing uh, several other features, reviews. I, I'm late on a few other reviews, but as of now, um, uh, I recently published like just a quick blurb on like why I feel 2.5D games um, have mm-hmm. w- like an untouchable legacy. And if anything, um, kind of saw like a research. Funny enough, like on the 3DS and on, like of all platforms. Uh, had a little bit of a small but otherwise very overlooked resurgence and uh, especially with us moving more towards uh, 2D or side-scrolling digestible content on the Switch and Klonoa uh, Phantom Reverie getting that release uh, who knows if we can see something like a Tomba collection which would be fucking incredible I mean uh, after seeing the fact that Whoopi Camp worked on the newest goddamn Ghosts and Goblins, there's no excuse. Like, I'm sure right. uh, there can be something done with Tomba, but, like, there's so many other 2.5D adventures, even on the Microsoft front. So uh, go ahead and give that a read. Um, Andrew is also uh, working on some of the reviews himself, like uh, mm-hmm. one of them being WWE 2K22. Mm-hmm. So... Yep. Um, definitely have some content coming out for that and I've, I think that I would like to do something with House Show kind of as a reoccurring thing with that now that that's out and actually is I mean we'll talk about it but yeah it's it's something <laughs> now thankfully um, yeah we like definitely want to uh, also do something with Suplixel um, I've got more Super Famicom titles that like I grabbed that are uh, wrestling joints um retro wrestling um kind of trying to figure out like some more content and ideas and bounce that off of um 
what we can do and, and get that done with Andrew. But yeah, um, we definitely have some ideas for house show. And uh, Panel Flip is still also a project in the running that will also hopefully get off the ground real soon, um, especially with all the uh, MCU shows and movies that have dropped recently. And mm, then, yeah. yeah, like that Uncanny Valley She-Hulk. Gotta, gotta definitely like that. Uh, man, like... Yeah, it's all so, right. Is dude, that was some Hulk, bad Hulk, CG, Hulk, bro. But, but Hulk's but Hulk's bad too, in a sense. But I don't know. I'm sure they'll have time to fix it. They fix I, Sonic, I would hope, dude, know, bro. They, they, they got fix this, bro. They got Disney money. Like, That's come true. on, yeah. That's yeah. Di- you got Disney money. So I don't know. Uh, but I digress. Um, Ed is uh hard at work uh, getting some stuff together for bullet heaven i believe before he takes a break and mm-hmm. i kind of just looks into his other ventures um with he's been CHC doing a lot of the brand. saturday streams still like he's been pretty active on on his saturday streams as well so definitely mm-hmm. pop in for those if you get a chance absolutely and um and in terms of our like planned streams i i would really like to the next stream that uh, I do do and what I'd like to incorporate into because one thing that I've talked about with Andrew and what we'd like to do, I want to bring back, like, a, it's just a matter of uh, finding the time, especially one that's mm-hmm. going to be as involved, is that I want to do a games club. Uh, we right. definitely talked about doing, like, Metal Gear 5 as one of, like, we wanted to do a Kojima block, which mm-hmm. I still have like, penned, but I would like to maybe do something soft and a little bit more relevant for a games club. And I would absolutely love to incorporate a limelight, uh, into like just the games club, uh, process. So that way, um, you guys can be there like live for our reactions and, and essentially how it goes. Um, and there's plenty of stuff to do that. Fuck. Um, one of the games that really caught my eye is a indie game called Bug Fable, which looks like a giant love letter to Paper Mario. But we're talking like yeah. Nintendo 64 Paper Mario. Um, so it, lots to play. We'll, we'll have to wait for Summer Games Fest and kind of see where we're at, see if there's any shadow drops or fucking anything else that uh, mm. would be of note in, in all the other uh, nonsense. So with that being said... Uh, is there any other house cleaning we may have forgotten, Andrew? Nothing I can think of. Um, I think that, yeah, hopefully the next time we record, we'll be talking about some of the summer announcements and hopefully uh, we'll get some of the other crew on board and yeah, just try to be a little bit more uh, uniform with how we record. I think that, you know, trying to stay on a schedule right now is tough for everyone involved. So we appreciate everyone's patience. We appreciate everyone kind of just hanging out and, you know, staying by us. You know, we, we, we want to be able to do this, but we want to be able to do it where it's enjoyable and we don't want to stress about, you know, the schedule of it all. So we are kind of like all over the place when we do actually have schedules and recordings. So we appreciate people just being kind of patient with us. If if it's been a minute since you've heard from us, you know, we, we appreciate that for sure. Still hanging yeah. out. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right. <coughs> oh, shit. Uh, oh. Excuse- <laughs> Yeah, see, lingering, lingering. It's lingering. Yes. I, it's just gonna be there. We're, this is this falling, is me we're now. Fa- we're falling apart minute by minute, man. We can't. If we record more than two hours, we just start to just unravel. <laughs> Jesus. So this is Georgie yeah. Boy's axe, and um, man, uh, wear your masks and hug your loved ones. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have anything fun to say right now. That's okay. I think that's a relevant thing to say, though. This is toast, and I agree with that wholeheartedly. Yeah. Um. Oh, I was gonna say. I was gonna say. Oh, man. <laughs>
Oh, Uncharted! It kind of sucked. So just yeah. temper your expectations. Maybe we'll watch that for an anniversary show or something one of these years. Yup. Yeah.